Welcome to Combat Time, a podcast where uh, three friends talk about Mortal Kombat. And as always, I am Josh, followed by Jay. Hello, hello. And Yasin. Yo. And today, uh, our interesting topic today uh, is we're going to be talking about the deep-rooted secrets and mysteries of the entire franchise. The secrets. The 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 mysteries. Cue the cue the Transylvania music that goes dun dun at Jurassic Park. I'm confused. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Jurassic Park is mysterious. It is. The mystery of getting eaten by dinosaurs. What happens when a dinosaur eats you today at four on Channel Four News? Yes, you get that. Um. But basically, uh, we all know in its arcade run from 1 to 3, Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. was just rife with rumors and playground mysteries. And I Puns. delight in this type of shit. So I figured we'd do a whole episode talking about that. What uh, is known, what we don't know. Uh, I think mm-hmm. I might be more familiar with this stuff than you guys are. That So that maybe you guys might discover a few uh, really intriguing mysteries that you don't know about uh and it is appropriate that this is october time that we're in so it's halloween and the spooky season and there, there there's some spooky stuff in in mortal Kombat when you get when you dig down if you dig down too deep you might find something that might unsettle you and maybe we'll have our, our, our viewpoints changed today Admittedly, Josh, like, I have questions. I have questions. I have theories. And I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat. And then I'm going to cover yes. the tinfoil uh, hat with my detective hat. And then I'm going to attempt to be a true MK detective as I be ask questions. MK to detective. Yes. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to be, to... I'm going to be one, the, the person holding the, the flashlight very shakily as we walk into the haunted mansion that is Mortal Kombat lore. I don't look away, Marty. I can't look away. <laughs> I gotta look at it. I like the idea that you've seen an eye. Like, I'm the detective with a tenfold hat. You've seen us holding a flashlight. And we're just, you know, very spookily and scarily walking through, like, some haunted mansion. And Josh is, like, the vampire narrator that's telling us. I'm like Matthew McConaughey, and- which, like, gets us together and goes, okay, first thing we gotta do is we gotta get ourselves some good coke. <laughs> <laughs> first thing we gotta do is... Uh- uh, take your shirts off and play some bongos. Yes. <laughs> Go on back and take your shirts off. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. God. <laughs> so, so basically, to go in it, uh, starting where it began, uh, I was surprised mm. to learn this, but uh, I think Mortal Kombat might be responsible for the whole culture of the, the, the fucking mysteries. <laughs> well, that makes... <laughs> because I didn't know this, but Mortal Kombat 1 was, I looked and looked and looked, the first game to actually have a secret character, i.e. Reptile. Really? Yes. Like, I've, I've, I always thought that, like, whenever I think of, like, uh, games that have, like, secrets, secret stuff and rumors and stuff like that, like, Mortal Kombat is always the first one I think of. Yeah. Like, I don't think, like, when I don't think of Street Fighter as having, I've heard of Street I mean, Fighter Akuma, having rumors, Akuma but not along, secrets. Uh, well, Street Fighter has the famous, what, Shenlong? Shenlong, Shen, Shen, uh, Shenlong or, 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 and, uh, Gen? 
Well, there was another one. The Shin Long like, thing was just people misinterpreting a line. I, I thought it was a a rumor made by like EGM no. or Game. Oh, I mean, e- Game we'll, we'll we'll come to Pro. discover EGM and a lot of those magazines uh, had some fun in producing fake rumors. But the whole Shen Long thing is just what uh, Ryu says: if you lose to him, you must defeat Shang Long to defeat me, which he means a style like a fighting style. But everyone thought it was like a character. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. That actually makes more sense because Gen, Gen was in Street Fighter One, but he was also in Alpha Two as an actual more well-rounded character. But he wasn't in Street Fighter Two proper. Uh, I don't remember if there was. I don't a even rumor. know Gen. I never heard of him. Gen is a cool dude. Get, basically, Josh, like, like, just to kind of like go through it briefly. If you've ever played Third Strike, there are two characters in Third Strike, and they're called appropriately Yen and Young, um, and they are like, you know, some kung fu like skater type characters. Trust me, they're like kung they're a pair. They're skate. hard to miss, but their mentor is a guy named Gen, and Gen uh, is actually a master that actually trained or helped train Chung Li. Uh, he is an older, he's one of those older, like, sort of Fu Manchu type of martial artist who de- who has, like, this secret deadly style that can stop all. And if you ever play him in Alpha 2, he actually has ways where you can change fighting styles with a command input based on whatever you're trying to do. He's got, like, three or four different fighting styles he can change into. He's pretty cool. Also, fun fact, which I, I hope I'm not misremembering, is that Robin Shu played Gen in the Chun-Li movie. Wow, mind blown. But but to also say this, his hair was not as great as Mortal Kombat wow. 95. Wow. Because yeah, we I know, he was definitely right? wearing like a gray wig. Yeah. So we have to say that because Robin Chu's hair in Mortal Kombat 95 is so good, we have to mention it at least once every podcast. Yeah, once every episode, yeah. I want his hair. <laughs> <laughs> that was creepy. Yes. <laughs> I meant on my head, not like I want his hair in a plastic baggie that I sniff in my That's still That's still it. creepy if you want his specific hair on your head. Yeah. Well, I will say that might be the greatest mystery of all is how is his hair so bountiful? <laughs> exactly. You know what? I, I completely agree What's because I'm watching Robin Chu like do the kicks and the flips and sweating his butt off, but his hair remains perfect the whole time. Why? Does he, does he wash it with dial soap or does he use a particular shampoo? There's no way he touches that with Dallas. No, absolutely not. <laughs> That's t- why I'm balding. Like, like, like what? It, like, I just say that whatever, like, whatever shampoo that Shao Kahn uses in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, Liu Kang found that first and was using it, which is why Shao his, Kahn, Shao yes. Kahn's bald, <laughs> yes. But I guarantee he still uses shampoo. So I guarantee that whatever shampoo he uses, uh, Liu Kang why got a hold of that. Why would you? <laughs> You have no need for it. It's a waste Why? of money. Shao Kahn, Shao Kahn and Annihilation just used shoe polish on his head, man. Let's, let's be real. Well, you know, maybe I never would have thought that uh, in this discussion of mysteries that we would have, uh, <laughs> in the first five minutes, like talked about shampoo and, and Shao Kahn. And it's just, that, that just lends to the fucking, the fucking mystery. The, yeah, but Josh, it the, is a mystery. mystery. I heard from my... I heard from my uncle that Shao Kahn used the shoe polish on his head. Okay. <laughs> Why not? Oh, yeah, because your uncle's Shang Tsung. My uncle works at Midway. 
Like oh, I'm yeah. like I could totally see Liu Kang like using shoe polish on his head and his and his hair just shines and glistens in the moonlight. I could totally yeah, so see I'm that. sure that's what you want to put in your very thick viscous head. Is it? Jay twists everything to make no sense. Yeah, <laughs> shoe polish and very thick hair sounds disgusting. You know what though? <laughs> like okay, so like this is MK Mysteries, and I have theories. Damn it, and I'm going to spread them. I'm because... drinking. Damn it, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Starting early. So, <laughs> MK1, uh, as far right. as I know, uh, did pretty much start. I mean, all games have their mysteries. Like, around the time, like, what? Uh, when did uh, Zelda Link to the Past come out? Around 92, 93? They had some great mystery stuff in it. There's a, there's a secret hidden room in Link to the Past. That is from a uh, contributor, like uh, some kid that sent in something, and it's a tribute mm. to him. And if you can find it, it has his name in there, and it's like a little shout out to him, and it's like it's cute. So and I guess it's I cute. guess MK One would just would be like the first fighting game to have. Yeah, because like the biggest thing I could think about as far as uh, Street Fighter mysteries, besides the Shang Long, whatever that is, is Akuma. Of course, Akuma is the biggest secret character, but that didn't come to like what super. Street Fighter 2 or whatever. The basically Street Fighter 2 Turbo, which came out, you know, right before MK1 came out, didn't have any secret characters. Right. So MK1 was the first one to have, you know, a reptile. And he wasn't even in the first iteration of the game, as we discussed in our MK1 episode. That wasn't until, like, uh, version 2, where Ed Boon, sneaky son of a bitch that he is, snuck reptile in there. And there weren't even any hints. There was no guidelines to nudge the player into being like, hey, there's a secret character. It just happens to be if like if you're you know, if you succeeded in these requirements to fight Reptile, which is what uh two flawless victories with a fatality or without a fatality, I can't remember, on the pit when Santa Claus or whatever is flying across the moon, <laughs> you'll fight yeah, reptile. That's the thing, it's like even when you know what the secret is, it's still kinda difficult to yeah. Pull off. Well, I mean, reptiles made sense. Uh, it wasn't until Jade and MK2 comes out where it's like, okay, you have to beat the whole, uh, a whole match using only low kicks. Who does that? That's stupid. Yeah. No blocking. Yeah. No right. blocking. Oh, well, I think the reptiles is no blocking. It's uh, two flawless matches, no blocking. And yeah. I think you have to do a fatality. And if you're just like a cocky enough player, that might be something you would conceivably do. And then all of a sudden, they're like, whoa, what's this? You know I'm what? A green ninja? Who's this? You know what, Josh? I want to go ahead and like, um, and like, and actually just give you like a rumor that I heard a long time ago, which is absolutely 100% Ooh, like not true at all, but it is a rumor nonetheless that was spread Juicy. for a time. And I did believe it because I actually tried this. Oh, I, I've heard my share too in the schoolyard days. What is it? I'm curious. S- all right. So the rumor is that an MK2, um, because you always have like a, you know, like a, in order to do like a friendship, you have to win the match with nothing but kicks or right. in order to fight these people, you have to set the certain criteria. Well, I heard a rumor, you know, a long time ago that some dude in an arcade machine told me, who was obviously lying to me because this is not true, but it's still funny, is that if you are playing Johnny Cage um, in MK2 and you win the match with nothing but ball breakers. Like, the ball breaker <laughs> move is all you do. That's all you do the entire time. Task. And you are just so dang skilled that you manage to not only win the match, 
but you win with a flawless victory two times in a row, which is a basically flawless impossible. Victory, double flawless with nothing but nut punches. Okay. Yeah, nothing but That's nut hard. punches, and you win the bat. Like, and if you do that on the final nut punch, where you actually like you know do like basically like you get like a, the finish him screen, you input a certain command, which is like down forward, down forward, down forward, and then A and B. If you manage to press that, which is, I believe is like punch and high punch or something like that, then literally. A um a a replica of Jean Claude Van Damme will fly okay. from the screen onto the screen and will <laughs> kick someone so hard it kicks their head off and then will pose with Johnny Cage you know as a <laughs> as a you win someone legit told you that in school yeah and for a while Josh I believed them and then I realized it never happened and I'm like that's son- that see, son I, of a bitch was lying to me see I heard a similar ish one but not with the not with the Jean Claude Van Damme twist. Like the one that I heard, I think was that uh, I forget what the condition would be, but you could like hit, you do the uppercut as uh, the nut, the nut punch as a fatality, and then his head would pop off. That's the one I heard back in like MK two, MK three days. I mean, that's essentially a brutality in MK ten, is it not? Well, yeah, but I mean, in the nineties, that wasn't really a thing. That, that makes me wonder if the brutality in MK ten was derived from. That rumor, rumor that maybe was more widespread than just your school. I also maybe. I also heard a rumor, Josh, that um, in MK two, and I, I can't remember if this was if this also applies to MK three, but I know it does apply to MK two. Where like um, if you're on the um, you know like uh, the stage where the spikes are above you, right? Um, so if you yeah. uppercut them, oh, yeah, they'll yeah. stick the spikes in MK two. Well, I heard a rumor that if you input a very specific command, which of course no one ever told me, but apparently you had to be in the know to find it. If you uppercut them with a very specific command, then they would fly up through the roof and then they would continue to fly up through every MK stage through the roof. Like in other words, like they'll go through, like basically they'll go through the pit, they'll go through Shao Kahn's throne room, they'll go through Shang Tsung's throne room, they'll go through like the like the tree forest and everything basically it's like put it on a 2d plane and their body is just going to go uh, 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 and they're just going to continue flying through you know the roof of everything to eventually they just fly up into nothingness and it just declares you win on the last stage of the game Weird. kind of a precursor to the uh scene changes in in mk3 uh that's a legit you legit heard that uh, that was a rumor that people told you in the schoolyard yeah that was a like, man. Your your school was a lot more creative than my school. I feel yeah. like we didn't have. I mean, dude, like I, that mean, I don't n- remember. Like no one ever did this. So obviously, my school is full of a whole bunch of liars and deviants and like people <laughs> I mean, that were trying to like scam me out of MK money just to learn fatalities. So my only rumor that I heard in my school, which I was going to say for later, but I'll say now because it involves MK three, is that in Cabal's fatality in MK three, where he takes off his mask and looks at you and goes blah. Is that uh, sometimes he might look at you and say your name? <laughs> like he'll look at you with that googly face and be like Josh, and then, and I'm like, whoa, dude, that's freaky. But uh, considering that, considering my name is not common, if he ended up saying my name, I would have been freaked. Yeah, out. you'd have been like, I'm I'm going, I'm I'm leaving the house. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get a hotel for the night. I would th- I would burn the, my copy of MK3. Yes. Or, or sell it to somebody at a yard sale so the, the curse could be continued like the ring. 
and when like, you burn it like he's creepy pasta ever and, like like and when you burn it as it's on fire you sprinkle holy water on it just to cast away the curse of mk3 from you i bought life. a copy of ultimate mk3 in genesis at a yard sale and the label was stripped off and it was just written in black marker umk3 and i'm like huh that's strange and i took it home and then cabal said my name and so forth <laughs> but uh boy we're really getting into the the, the, the culture of just the thing? Like, like, mysteries and man that was like the, the fun internet, part about it right it was like I mean not, not it's just super fun it still goes on to this yeah day I mean, because bit, like but... you didn't have too many strategy guides or like you know like the whole point the whole thing about Mortal Kombat especially in the early days was that you found out the moves through people and you found out so then yeah or the strategy guides when I did come. yeah and strategy guides would also play up some of the mystery as we discovered in our MK2 episode where they talk about all the mysteries, and Ed Boon's like, oh, you didn't find everything when they were talking about Noob Saibot and yeah. Jade and whatnot. You can fight as uh, Ed Boon. <laughs> I would, lo- I would <laughs> love to fight as Ed Boon. Well, apparently... That would be hilarious. Just this random Ed Boon guy. This is jumping forward, but in MK2, uh, there was a rumor that you could fight as the development team. Oh. Not necessarily Ed Boon and John Tobias, but... And the way that rumor came about is because there is, or there are, unused sprite assets in the MK2 guts of digitized versions of some of the development. And also, we we already we already mentioned this before, but uh, previously in our MK2 episode, we did mention that when it comes to Baraka, they already did a motion capture of Baraka doing a spinning thing with his blades out, which is pretty typical. It was never implemented in the game due to memory limitations, but that rumor that Baraka has this secret move or whatever that was never implemented in MK2 is actually true and does exist. So the idea that you can do like like in secret characters being in there is not really far fetched. A lot of time in older fighting games, especially in the 2D ones, there's always like these rumors that turned out to be true, like the developers sort of uh, digitizing themselves and putting themselves as audience members in the background of certain games. This happened a lot. Like a lot of games had this. Like I bet if you go through and play like a Contra game. Or you play like a uh, uh, any sort of 2D platformer like Batman 2D or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2D. It wouldn't surprise me if there's like a little Easter egg somewhere in there where the developers sort of like uh, develop themselves and put them as background characters in the game. That's pretty common. I mean, Josh said in the in the comics episode that Ed Boon is one of the faces in the trees. Yeah, I was going to bring that up just a second. And oh, you already sorry. beat me to the punch. <laughs> yeah, you beat me to the punch. No, it's a thing. Uh, you know, nice little Easter eggs in there. Uh, and you know, we had talked about the Baraka thing too before, which I wouldn't call that a mystery so much as I, I, I actually discovered, uh, researching for this episode besides the spin mm-hmm. move that was going to be an MK2, which they excluded. Actually, the, the reason they excluded it was because literally it was just going to be too cheap. Like it was too easy a move. But the scissor thing isn't too cheap. Another, I think it's really cheap. Right. I mean, fucking Katana does the same yeah. thing. The fan lift. It's the same trap. But uh, there was another uh, move er, that was animated where he flips like he, he does like a somersault and he has his blades extended and he's bouncing off the ground off of his blades. So he's basically like Song the Hedgehog? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> it wasn't quite that. Yeah, but like he basically just does like a flip 
and he uses his blades to bounce off the ground. I'm like, huh, that's neat. That would have been cool. I'm surprised they didn't end up doing that yeah. in future games. And now you got like, and now Josh, you've got the Sonic Hedgehog theme stuck in my head, but it's starring Baraka, and I kind of love it in my head. Which Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the cartoon, cartoon or the game? Blue Streak speeds by Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog too fast. For the naked eye, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. He can How really do we get on these tangents? Baraka, he's got Ooh, an attitude. Sonic, <laughs> he's got an attitude. I never would have imagined in a million years that in talking about this episode, we would have gotten into the Sonic cartoon. Dude, thing. hey man, that's the power of combat time. That really is the power of combat time. Ow. And that's the power of Sonic the Hedgehog as relates and to related combat. And related to Baraka, I actually... I actually don't know how Jay, your brain went in that. No, I said I said Sonic. Talking about Baraka, I said that he looked like. Oh he yeah, looked yeah, like Sonic. Sonic. Right? Yeah, yeah, so Jay yeah. thought about Sonic. I mean, dude, yeah. like, <laughs> like whenever you talk about a video game character going like stupid fast, like I, my brain automatically defaults to Sonic. Like Kung Lao is one of the fastest characters in Mortal Kombat, so anytime he does like a teleport or throws his hat, I just think Sonic the Hedgehog. Boom, he's the fastest thing alive. <laughs> yeah, he is. It's like, instead of, like, the hat throwing, I just picture that maybe Kung Lao just, like, interdimensionally changes his hat into Sonic's, like, spinball form, but it's, like, horizontal instead of vertical, so it becomes this razor thing that, like, hits somewhere. That's a fun rumor, that Kung Lao actually is friends with Sonic the Hedgehog, and he conjures him. I heard that. I, I heard of... I won't say right. that... Go ahead. I said I heard a rumor that Kung Lao's favorite food is chili dogs. Say what? <laughs> his favorite food is chili dogs. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that I, I I won't say who said it, but that Sonic might be a secret character in the Genesis version. Dude, I want to I want to see a Sonic fatality so bad. That would be Maybe. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he does his buzzsaw and yeah, just like drives, drives through, through you and then your body's like destroyed or something. <laughs> there has to be like a Photoshop somewhere of someone like of the uh MK9 Kung Lao fatality, but instead of the hat on the ground is Sonic as a buzzsaw. You're being a little specific by by making MK9, but I guarantee you, there's probably a Sonic fatality Photoshop out there. You just said it, so mm. it exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much, <laughs> you yeah. Know? I know that there's been mods, and this is not so much of a rumor, but it is a mod, and I find it funny. But like, whenever you do um, uh, the uppercut on the pit in MK2, right, like if you if you input it correctly, where they fall off the pit. Right when you uppercut them, the uh, uh, the sound from Sonic One, where he's drowning in the water, kicks in, where it's like, and then right when you know it goes bloom, like basically when he drowns, you hit the ground. Wow, we don't know that's not true. That could be true, dude. It's a mod, of course it's true, but it's but was it intentional in the game? No, it's just it's just a fun mod that someone did, and I personally think it's hilarious. So, I've not seen that. So, That's hilarious. Yeah, like, like we're... So, Josh, uh, what would you say is probably the most famous secret? And what, what do you think is probably the most obscure secret in Mortal Kombat? Hmm. Okay. We're getting ahead of ourselves here. Oh, am I? <laughs> Sorry. I, no, I don't know. Um, what is the most obscure secret? And what is the Say that again. Phrase what would again. you say is like the most well-known secret in Mortal Kombat. And which one do you think is the most obscure that no one knows about? Oh. Okay, well, obviously the most well-known one is Reptile. Yeah. Because he was the first. 
uh, and, and, and dialing back to what we were talking about, it's like, you know, when he was implemented in the version two of the arcade code, like he was there, you can unlock him, but there weren't any hints. And it wasn't until version three where they did the hints where a reptile would drop down and say, like, you have to meet me at La Luna, a.k.a. Right. the moon, Luna. meaning, you know, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so reptile is the most famous because he's in the movie where they have to remind you, uh, reptile. <laughs> Uh, trivia, uh, in the MK95 movie, when they, uh, you know, have the soundbite that says Reptile, that's actually a reference to the fact that Liu Kang is fighting a character who's named Reptile. I hate that you... I hate, I hate you so much. <laughs> but, uh, to, to, to continue, the most obscure? Boy... That's a tough one. Um, so, Josh, before you go into that... Um, I have a I, couple I, ideas. I, 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 I did have a rumor that I do want to mention. Now, granted, this is one I actually admit I looked up just this past week, and I love the fact that it has as much cloud as it does, so I decided to go into a deep dive on it, and oh, it's okay. it's a totally, completely debunked, not true rumor at all, but the idea is fun enough, it's worth mentioning, but... Um, I heard a rumor or read a rumor on the internet because everything on the internet is true, FYI, that if you look at it from a particular perspective in the original trilogy, there is links within the games that Johnny Cage is the brother of Scorpion in Mortal Kombat. Okay, and, I did not come up with okay. this. So, explain, so, explain. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to explain I mean, they're both because, played by the same actor. Is that your, is that your yeah, explanation? Yeah, and, 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 and that relates to it. So here is the fun rumor behind this, because it actually does have some trees to it. So obviously Johnny Cage is this character that's supposed to be a Hollywood person that is trying to prove he's the greatest fighter. And Scorpion is this dead dude that's out for revenge. But considering that both of them were played by the same uh, character at the time, uh, Scorpion was not really known, uh, as far as I'm aware, for his Japanese heritage. He was just known as a ninja assassin, you know, of some type of way. But apparently, Johnny Cage ancestrally is from this long line of people that actually have ties to Japan and... Apparently, Johnny Cage is the sort of the embodiment of the ancestral brother of Scorpion. And even though they never really interact on that same level, they had a sort of special connection in Mortal Kombat 1 and 2, which is why they never had beef with each other, which is why later on, you know, much to the chagrin of Josh and myself, how Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat 10 had like random god-killing powers, that Johnny Cage um, uh, legacy has ties to a greater power from before he was born, some sort of ancient power that allows him to stand toe-to-toe with gods like Shinnok or elder gods like Shinnok. And that is actually pulled from that whole thing that Johnny Cage and Scorpion are actually more tied together in terms of their ancestry from long ago with their connection to like other realms. It's this whole branch tree thing about how in reality johnny cage and scorpion are at least a are at least brothers on a spiritual level as opposed to being actual dna related brothers but apparently that has been a rumor going around for a while i've literally read on this how people speculated this but of course i'll preface this man there is nothing and i mean nothing that ever confirms this was ever a thing ed boo never said a dang thing tobias never said a dang thing about this it's not true it's just fan speculation but the idea is incredibly fun so i'll just go ahead and say that i read a little bit about that and i had fun doing it it was a cool deep dive 
I'm just going to say, I'm going to cut that all out. <laughs> no, uh, what? Is this literally something you found out, or are you just bullshitting? No, dude, I read this on the internet. It must be true. Uh, I mean, yeah, everything you read on the internet is true, so I'll have to take you there. Uh, okay, interesting. I'm not sure, I'm not sure still what to think about it. Yeah, well, I'm dude, not, I mean, like, it's totally on the... Yeah, like, dude, it's a rumor, but it's totally on the internet. Like, no, dude, like, literally, bro, you went from like, point like, you need, like, to the end, like, and I'm still not sure what the fuck you're... Like, <laughs> dude, like, like, all you have to do is just Google it, brah. Just Google okay, it. Okay, I'll Google it, brah. Johnny Cage, Scorpion Connection. I'll do that. Yeah. You'll find... Um, you'll come back it on a spiritual level, but not on a physical level, because one is white and one is not. <laughs> One's Japanese. Uh, Yeah. Unless, you know, you consider the fact that the original Scorpion was white because Daniel Pacina played him. Yeah, true. I mean, that's why I said that, like, dude, this is not true at all, because... Oh, yeah, Jay could be just fucking... Bo- this sounds like a Jay story. I'm just gonna... What? I'm not gonna Google it. I'm not gonna <laughs> Google it because I'm not gonna find it because it exists only in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> but my brain... But but my brain has Google. You should totally Google it. What? Okay. Man, I wish my brain had Google. <laughs> I don't even know where to go wow. from there. Josh. I don't know where to go from here either. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna have to direct us and I don't know where to go because I forgot where the fuck we were five minutes ago. <laughs> it sounds like we're on the ship going to Shang Tsung Island at this we're, point. We're on we're on some sort of fucking mystery uh fucking Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Josh. So History. I, all right, all right, so Josh. I do have another question for you that has yes. a lot more vitality than what I just mentioned. Um, vitality or fatality? Fatality. Um, it sounded uh, like you said fatality. <laughs> uh, but uh, but it has a lot more. I guess you could say like you know weight and truth as opposed to anything. But I want to know more about if you if you know any mysterious rumors about reptile. Like obviously he's the hidden character Mortal Kombat one. But I mean as far as like the lore of him as a character throughout all of MK because he's always been a character in my opinion that is like sort of surrounded in mystery we know he works well, for Outworld we know that he you know sort of like is working for Shao Kahn to better the you know to better his race but the whole I've always thought him as a character was fascinating because he tends to get more and more reptilian which tends to be a thing for his race right. and but there's a reason for that um, I, yeah. I did find something interesting about him, though. Uh, the whole point of why you fight him in the bottom of the pit in Mortal Kombat 1 is because Shang Tsung commanded him to be there to basically clean up anybody that falls off the pit that survives. So that's why reptiles at the bottom of the pit is to, to scrap up the survivors and fight them. Yeah. Dude, so that's, that's why it's there. so clean when you it's actually not like clean. It's not clean. There's like the heads version. of like developers down there. If you play, yeah, there's a lot of developers severed heads down there. Oh, if you wow. play the Super so, Nintendo version, it's cleaned up. Oh, wow. So, uh, well, well, I mean, everybody. I played the Super Nintendo version. Wow, you know what that means? That means Reptile sucks. Like, he really does suck, doesn't he? Because he doesn't even I mean, clean up after himself. He's a bottom feeder. He does whatever his master tells him to. And he loves it because he, he loves his master. He really that's, does. That's Reptile's character, yeah. As we discovered in the comics episode, he, he gets the ultimate weapon of ultimate destiny. And he gives it to his master. No ambition. No ambition. Oh, damn. I call it loyalty. Yeah, no like, I actually loyalty. think, well, he has, like, a really, like, in my opinion, he has a noble ambition. Because he's trying to 
better his own race of people. Like he's trying to increase their standings. I assume he's the, the last same. of his race. Uh, I've actually heard rumors that he's not the last of his race, but he's like close to it. Like his race is on the fritz. Like they dying. <laughs> like I don't. I, I don't know if they're they gonna. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know if they're going to reproduce fast enough for that. So it very well could be. But Reptile's like, man, he's a dude. He's fighting the dream. He's trying to, like, you know, increase the productivity of his race. And Shao Kahn's the guy that's going to let him do it. He just has to do everything Shao Kahn says, I guess. But, you know, like, even playing MK10, it's like I have a big, huge soft spot for Reptile because he just seems like this sort of tragic, like, dumb but slightly lovable dude. Um, that just kind of wants to like do his own thing, but he can only he can, only Shao Kahn can give it to him. I mean, it's a funny thing. Uh, in, in the original arcade version, we didn't even know he was called a reptile unless there was a couple of the hints that he dropped in version three where he said it because his energy bar says like scorpion. Yeah. So all we know is this is green fucking ninja, and it wasn't to MK two or like okay, yeah, here's reptile, which everyone knows is what he's really called. Now you can play him. Man, I'm trying to think Man. of what other rumors I heard. Well, MK1 basically, uh, like I said, first game as a secret character. And of course, because of the way Ed Boon sneaked in Reptile where there wasn't any fanfare about it. And you're a little kid and all of a sudden you're a badass and you're able to do a double flawless without a block and a fatality and fight Reptile. What else could be in it? And what? of course, there were some like hardcore hacksers that could get into the audit menus and discover, of course, what we all know now, Air Mac. Mm-hmm. But what were you going to say, Jay, before I launch into that? I was going to ask like, if you know any rumors, because when you think about the quote-unquote elder gods, for example, Raiden is obviously a god who is, you know, the stand for Earth or whatever. And then you got, and then you got Fujin, you know, who is also a god. But it makes me wonder, is there like a whole collective class of these guys that maybe Raiden goes out for brewskis like with? Well, I mean, you know, the meme, I must consult the Elder Gods. <laughs> um, because because like when it turns, because like Fujin, it, and I guess correct me if I'm wrong, but Fujin is a Chinese god, right? Or is he a Japanese god? I don't know what nationality, but he's the same level as Raiden. Is well, the reason god? why... Well, the reason why I, I ask know. that is that, like, when you have Fujin, there is another god that usually is paired with Fujin called Raijin. And Fujin mm. and Raijin are typically together in a multitude of different, like, folklores, but I don't know their nationalities. Like, I don't know if it's Chinese or Japanese or whatever. Um, but I just figured that if there's a Fujin, there's probably a, a character in the future that they could create or maybe not create called Raijin. And it would, they, it, that person Let would be an elder god. Let me guess, Raijin lightning-powered? Uh, I mean, potentially. I don't know if they like well, power. Maybe they have like water powers or something. I don't know. I mean, like when you like when it comes to elder gods, man, they can have the power of farts for all I know. So. Well, they're not elder but, gods. They're by the gods. way, Fujin is the younger brother of Raiden. Okay. Huh. I don't remember that. I remember. I remember hearing that in MK11 Aftermath. Uh, I don't remember if. Oh yeah, it was it was revealed in MK11 that he is uh, Raiden's younger brother. Okay. I mean, hell, it might have been revealed in MK4 for all I know. I just... No, he was in, in MK4, MK4, but it wasn't... The relationship wasn't revealed until 11. He was in MK4, and I thought he was the stupidest character ever, because let's have another elemental god, and it wasn't until MK11 where they actually, like, fleshed him out and, like, I like Fujin. He's cool. <laughs> he's cool. You know, he's cool. He is cool. I like whatever model they use for him. He looks... He looks cool. 
And he had that sit down of Jax, if you remember. That was, that was a real cool moment. MK11's so good. At least character-wise, partially. We're getting off on a tangent. <laughs> this whole podcast is just tangents. It's a giant tangent. So what we're basically talking about, I want to get back to the Air Max, or the Air Mac, as it were. Because, like, yeah, were there any other mysteries in MK1? Well, I mean, Reptile was a big mystery. But, of course, there were some hardcore hacksers that got into the uh, audit menus, which, for anybody that doesn't know, are basically menus that Ed Boon coded into the, the games to where he could access to basically see how many times uh, somebody fought this character, mm. how many times this character was picked. Basically stats, And yeah. how many... Yeah, stats. And one of them, there's a line in there that's called Air Max, plural, which is abbreviation for Air Macros, basically how many times a game crashed. Well, some chuckle fuck looked at that and said, oh, that must be a secret character. <laughs> I don't know if there ever was an instance where somebody saw a glitched red ninja appear like Reptile bouncing down and saying his hints and it's red instead of green. But that somehow got connected to this name of Air Max, so obviously there must be a character called Air Max somewhere in the game. But of course there wasn't. Wasn't the reason why it it was rumored to be a red ninja is because the text was in red? No. Oh, I never heard that. Is that a thing you read? I, that's what I'm assuming. I'll look it up, but I, I, I oh. thought I always heard that it was thought that he was a red ninja because the text in the in the audit menu was red. I'll check. Interesting. I, I have to look at a screenshot of the audit menu. It might be red. I just assumed that people saw Air Max and not familiar with Lingo assumed that was a character name and unrelated there might have been a glitch where somebody sees a palette swap ninja as red and connected the two. Just like Scarlet in MK2. Mm. But speaking of, like, when did Scarlet actually come into being, Josh? Like, do you kind of know that? Because I've never heard of yeah. that character before. MK I mean, she was another rumored in MK2. There must have been, like, errors that displayed the ninjas as red. Or people just bullshitted it, but everyone said. And she's not the she's not alone, but people claim to see a pellet-swapped female ninja that wasn't Melina or Katana. And one of them was red, and so they named her Scarlet. And that was about it. There wasn't, uh, there wasn't a line of code nope. or anything to reference her. It was just people basically saying, I saw a female red ninja. She's Scarlet. And so it wasn't until MK9 that she was DLC and they made her a legit character. Okay. Huh. All right. So it wasn't red. It's probably green. It looks pink to me, but I'm also mm. colorblind. So, <laughs> oh man, I have to look at it. Um, I never heard that. I never heard that. that. That's a weird connection. The text must be red, so that means a ninja must be red. <laughs> I never heard that. That's that's some fucking grade school. I mean, logic. it's about as it's about as <laughs> it's about as weird as seeing like. Well, hmm. Here's the thing. I can see why people hmm. would say, think that's a, a character, because in that screen you see uh, Gora win, wins how many this many times. Gora loses this many times. And then under that is Air Max. So yeah, why wouldn't you expect that that would be what a character? Is Air Max. Shang Tsung beaten this many times. So yeah, Reptile appearances this many times. So of course, you see a random name like, oh, that must be a character. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're not thinking like a programmer. It's like, oh, error macros, which is what that meant. I like I did actually just want to mention, and I wonder if you've actually heard this before. Now, obviously, like... um 
you know, dumbass rumors aside, like I heard with Johnny Cage and Scorpion, but I have heard rumors in the past that, like, hey, does Scorpion have a brother? Like, obviously, his family was killed, but does he have a brother? Like, I'm assuming no, but have you heard rumors in MK lore that Scorpion does actually have a legit brother that could be a character in the games? I have not. This is news to me. Yeah, like, I mean, I've heard little bits about it, but, I mean, I've never heard anything concrete enough that I feel like it's worth like speculating on but i have heard rumors <laughs> that scorpion does have a brother is but they just never brother it's, it's never been materialized in anything i don't i don't know if you're doing a bit or if you're being serious <laughs> i'm actually being serious josh and i was and actually the scorpion purpose is i was being brother. serious before with johnny cage i did read that damn it i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna oh, die well, on I, I, I was gonna drop on y'all bullshit rumor that john claude van damme actually has a cameo in mk2 but you beat me to it in a way <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad i wasn't the only one that actually heard that because i thought that was a bullshit rumor i just like, made that shit of... up i didn't know that was an actual rumor yeah. <laughs> Well, I think I've sort of said my piece that it actually was a bullshit rumor because hell no. Like, first off, I want to see someone actually like win a match in MK like with just the ball breaker for Johnny Cage. Like, I just want to see um, that. After this episode, let's make that a challenge. Somebody, you're not going to get anything out of it except for bragging rights. But yeah, do a double flawless with nothing but nut punches. I mean, obviously, if, if we're like if we're if we're going to do that here in combat time, it's obviously going to be me because I'm the Johnny Cage guy. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't be caught dead playing as Johnny Cage. So. <laughs> but you did. <laughs> uh, you seen? You did. Shh. You did. Shh. <laughs> well, we played MK1. You did. I know. <laughs> Keep that. You seen when? Calm down. <laughs> you seen went to the dark side. I was so impressed. I, I was did. so happy. I, I told you. I took two showers after I threw up. <laughs> All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, don't worry. I played like when we did MK2. I played as Kung Lao briefly, and I felt gross. I'm like, I'm not Yasin. Don't lie. This you felt right. blessed. Come on. How would you feel gross playing as Kung Lao? He's the he's coolest a, he's character. A model citizen. Speaking yeah, of, yeah, but he has that. Yeah, but yeah, but like, I'm not nearly as cool as Kung Lao is. Well, that's true. I can Damn. agree with you on that. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of, because I remember you saying before that Kung Lao was always like a very mysterious character. In the first right. game, in the first game he was in, were there rumors about like his origin of what he who he was? Boy, I don't know. I didn't look that up. Like we we talked about it, where Jay was confused when Kung Lao came about because like, wait, is this the great Kung? Is this the Kung Lao that Liu Kang's descended of? Oh no, it's just it's, it's a guy that's also descended from Kung Lao. Yeah, I remember hearing I that and being like, why are there two Kung Laos? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and as a cut as a kid, I was confused about that too. I don't recall many rumors about it. I think they just clarified it, like, no, Liu Kang was a descendant of Kung Lao, and now, oh, here's another descendant, and his name is also Kung Lao. I haven't heard many uh, mi- mysteries. Is uh, Kung Lao a descendant of Kung Lao? Yes, okay. they're both. Yes, are. obviously, Kung Lao and Liu Kang are descendants of Kung Lao. So I guess that makes them. Cousins, yeah. Or so, so what I want to know, and granted, I know we kind of like went over this, like, when, like in our last episode when we were watching Mortal Kombat, like the legend begins, the journey begins, or whatever the hell oh, that yeah. travesty <laughs> was of a film. Beautiful. But apparently, I like probably the greatest takeaway from that is that I had no idea that Goro had a brother. 
I had zero well, clue. We don't we don't know if that's canon, dude. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, like, could it be? Like, could they just randomly say, like, "Hey, Goro's an MK12, and he's got a brother, and we brought this back"? Like, that just seems like that. That's like a that's like a legit thing that is not canon, but they've done it before, so they could like shove that in some dark drawer with cobwebs somewhere, and then just pull <laughs> it out if they just want an idea just to exploit. Because like, oh shit, guys, it's just like the game back in Mortal Kombat Legends. Legends. We've it's made just like the games. Yeah, we we pulled this out. Remember this old thing that no one watched it. You know that no one watched that was created on your Sega Genesis CDI. Like that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Sega Genesis CDI. That's a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> the whole it console is a, is a rumor. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I like know, uh, dude, that 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 would be a cool thing for twelve to. Well, obviously, if a twelve comes about. We can see Goro, and yeah, fuck, throw in a Goro brother. Whatever I mean, and his father is. Yeah, and, and his father. Back. Like, yeah. like, dude, I would love that for a lot of reasons, because if there's one thing Mortal Kombat I wish would do more of, and they've kind of like done it a little bit in, in MK11, is that more... Outworld, uh, world building. Like I love the, um, you know, I love the Tarkatans, um, and and like their whole structure. Reptiles race is interesting, but we only hear from like one of him, and I would like to see more of Reptiles race, and I want to see more of like the Shogun. Like we have Shiva. And we have, like, you know, Goro, and I like how Shiva in Mortal Kombat 11 looks like the, like, you know, like, My Chemical Romance brat version of Goro, like, but female. Um, <laughs> with her, like, emo hair and everything and all that stuff. Like, I thought that was kind of cool, but I want to see more of, like, all those individual races and their structures. I think that would be yeah. cool to sort of, like, see kind of, like, where that goes. You know, speaking of Goro, uh, to get back into the rumors and mysteries. Uh, oh, right. That's did what you this know? Episode's about. Did, yeah, that's what this episode's about. Uh, did you know that uh, there's a silver Goro glitch accessible in the Super Nintendo version of MK1? No, I never heard of that. Yeah. I never discovered this in our MK1 episode, but apparently, if you uh, perform a fatality in the match right before he appears. Uh huh. Uh, he'll jump in and he'll be silver, oh. not like chrome silver. He'll be like glitchy and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he'll spend the entire match fighting you, and he's silver Goro. I wonder why. I don't. I don't know so does that mean that he's like Metal Goro, like Metal well, Mario, I mean, or something? Like Metal Sonic. <laughs> Did, Metal yeah, Sonic, like Metal Sonic. I mean, there are metal characters. Chrome, which will come across uh, a rumored character for MK2. <laughs> which is a silver ninja who's T-1000 all metal-like. Uh, uh, completely bullshitted, but apparently there's so- someone thinks there's a chrome out there. Oh, there should uh, be. But no, he's just a glitchy Goro. You know, also talking about Goro, you know, uh, everybody wishes that he was playable. And eventually in MK Trilogy, if you're playing the PlayStation version, he's playable. And then eventually Tenny's playable. But did you know he's playable in MK1? Oh. Really? But it's a it's the Game Boy version. Oh. Uh, what? Yeah. Of all the iterations of Mortal Kombat 1, it's the Game Boy version that finally gives you the power to be the Shokan Prince. Wow. To do it, you have to finish the whole game, watch the ending credits, and after the the end rolls by, you have to press uh and the code is uh you go up left a select on the Game Boy pad. Huh. And 
uh, if you keep up left, I think you have to do up plus left, like a diagonal up left. Yeah. A and select. At the same time? I'm already like thinking about my knuckles cracking trying to do that. That's you, that's weird because like that means I'm pressing the kind of the diagonal ish part of the pad you, you kinda, and I'm pressing left, and select yeah, at Your the left same thumb time. would be in the, the D pad and that's cool. And then you got your right thumb on the A, but then you gotta press the select. So you kinda gotta like weasel over your index or middle it's finger. It's like your, your fingers right are doing like select. twister. Yeah, it's a yeah I thing. really want to see like an actual YouTube video of not of the actual glitch working, but I want to see someone's fingers Someone actually move move Dude, correctly. We were to all eight year old kids of a Game Boy back in the day. We fucking you know whatever. If you if you need to do some shit, if you're telling me an ocarina of time, if I throw a bomb, if I throw fifty bombs down at the bottom of Ganon's castle and beat the marathon man and run back to Link's house and wait till the fucking ninth cycle of the moon or something like that, I can get the Triforce. I'm going to fucking try it. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Because, so I, you, because Josh, you were, like, 11 years old and had nothing better to do with your time than, like, you know, figure out, like, like random internet rumors that were, like, exactly. basically posted on some AOL message board on 4chan oh. before it was a thing. This, <laughs> how'd you go from AOL message board to 4chan? AOL to 4chan. 4chan <laughs> was not a thing back then, and AOL message boards probably were, but this one is not born of that. It's true. It's real. Yeah. If you... Up left A and somehow select and if you I don't think that's not, that's not, that shouldn't be that hard on a on a Game Boy though. On a Game Boy. I, I, I used to have an old brick Game Boy and I donated to a friend's uh, autistic kid and I kept my Game Boy color, which is much more compact and I haven't played in years and it's something you still have somewhere. it? Dude, yeah, I still have it. My it, it became my mom's after a while because all she ever played was Tetris and Yoshi. What games do you have on it? Uh dude. I got fucking ten minutes. I got <laughs> Tetris. Any I got Pokemon. Super Mario Land. I get, no, I don't got no How goddamn no Pokemon. Because that was before that. That was before the era of Pokemon. I Game Boy Color. Pokemon. I mean, okay, yeah. Game Boy Color was. I didn't get. I never got into Pokemon. I never played a single Pokemon. You should game. play Pokemon. It's fun. I should. There's so many Pokemon games. I never got into it. There's on. There's some on Switch. You can play. You, you play. You can play the original ones on Switch. Yeah. Really. Okay. I mean, I might, but like, when Jared explained to me the, 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 the appeal of Pokemon, like the rock, paper, scissors thing, I'm like, I'm, I'm getting it. Like, I used to not like turn-based combat, RPG combat, until I played the Etrian Odyssey series. Shout out. Yeah. To a really great game series. Oh, you tried it? No, but I, I've heard you talk about it. You got a 3DS, dude? Yeah. Download the demo to 4, Etrian Odyssey 4. It's so much fucking fun. Text it to but, me, so I'm not going to remember how to spell that. I'll text it to you, yeah. Uh, I never got into Pokemon. I got Super Mario Land. I got Metroid 2. That was my first Metroid game. I got Penguin Wars, which is a fun tabletop tennis game. <laughs> got the Godzilla puzzle punchy shooty game. Of course JJ you do. remembers that. Yeah, of course I do. Tetris, of course. How many Mortal Kombat Game Boy games do you have? I never owned a single... F- I played Mortal Kombat 1 on Game Boy in the schoolyard, but I never owned it. Yeah, same. Uh, oh, actually, not, yeah. not Game Boy. I played... Uh, Game Gear. Game Gear, yeah. Yeah, I also owned a Game Gear for all of like a month. I begged my mom to buy me one because like I wanted to level up. I wanted to like get like a man because it came with Sonic Two. Sonic Two's fun, but like six double A batteries. Six double A, dude. My dad's friend got it for us for like a birthday, 
and yeah, that that's the first handheld I ever had, and it was insane how many batteries that thing. Compared to the Game Boy's four, and then eventually the Game Boy Colors two. The Game Boy Color only requires two, and they last like a fucking month. The Game Gear six, and they die out after two hours. I'm like, why the fuck? Why do I own this shit? Fun story. Speaking of rumors, me, uh, my family did a, took a road trip to Toronto when uh-huh. we were kids, and we took the Game Gear with us. But we had we had the one set. No, we had two sets of batteries, I think. And by the time we got to like Indiana or something like that, <laughs> we go through all the batteries. But my dad was, <laughs> didn't want to buy more batteries. So I think we heard somewhere that if you put it in the sun, it'll recharge a bit, like solar powered. Oh so, my God. So we put it, you know, behind the back seat, like on that little <laughs> thing. We just put yeah. it there for like an hour. <laughs> and then we, we swore that once we put it in, our heads are burning, by the way, because it was freaking hot. We put it in, it was like, we swore that it gave it like another half hour of battery life. Hey, a suggest- the power of suggestion is very powerful. Oh, and, it was, and, and, and you know what the worst thing was? It was those uh, batteries, the- people who are like younger than us won't know. The batteries that had the power gauge that you had to like... Oh, dude! I remember that shit where you put your finger on it and your thermal, your heat, your body yeah. heat shows you the, 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 the energy level. My, I've shit. hurt my finger so many times like trying to get that thing to work. Boy, this ages us so much. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking the battery level. That, that reminds me, though, my friend taught me the trick if, in my Game Boy. If you only put in, uh, in the Game Boy Color that only takes two double A's, if you put in one double A, and then you put in a paperclip in the second slot, oh. it still powers up because a paperclip like, channels the energy from the first battery. The other, the other rumor that I heard was that if you put batteries in the, in the freezer, then <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was like, yeah, people do that. They keep batteries in the freezer. It's supposed to keep them longer. No, I heard it recharged it. <laughs> oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> oh, so stupid. Boy, what the fuck were we talking We're talking about the Game, Game Boy, Boy, right? Goro. So you can play, yeah, you can play Goro's Game Boy if you do that fucking button, com- I always button thought, combination. I always thought Goro was playable for some reason. In like No, it wasn't. Or never was. Like... That's how Shiva came about because, like, everyone was like, Goro's so awesome. I want to play as him. And Ed Boon and John Tobias were under so much pressure to create a Goro character, but they're like, he's going to be difficult to play because he's big and bulky and he can't do somersaults. It's not going to be fun to play. So that's why they created Shiva, who's a female Shokan who was a little lighter, who could do the flips and stuff like that. And that's how Shiva came about. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Way, way back in the day, in the Game Boy, if you press. At the, the end screen, up plus left, A, and fingering your finger around, hit select, and keep them held. You get asked to enter your initials, enter them, press A, and it'll go to a high score screen, and then you press start, and then it'll say, you'll get a message, and it'll say, Goro lives, just like the arcade does, but it'll mm. say, Goro lives. Yeah. As you! No. <laughs> and then, yeah, you'll get no. to play Goro on the game. You're lying. Yeah. No, I'm not. That's that's legit. That's not even a wow. fucking rumor. That's true. Did didn't she like also used to have like a mohawk? Um, she she a... I mean, I mean, yeah, she kind of had. I mean, she still does. No, she doesn't. Not MK11. She's got the My Chemical Romance haircut. What? I mean, yeah, it's a little flipped over and stuff like that. But more or less, it's still a mohawk. 
Because, like, I like my Shiba with a mohawk, not the My Chemical I mean, she always Romance had a haircut. Mohawk. She always had, yeah, okay, they stollered up a little bit in 11, but I mean, yeah, 11, she had kind of a spiky mohawkish haircut and the, the horns on her head. She looked like Goro, only female. So, and of course, uh, why are we getting on nitpicking hair? <laughs> hair! It's all about the hair. I mean, that's a rumor, like, you know, styles and costumes. It's not and a rumor. I like rumors. <laughs> I don't think you know what a rumor means. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what a rumor is, Melina. Uh, uh, Shiva isn't even in the the home console versions of Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three. Yeah, she is. But if you if you enter a code, she's available. Wait, uh, that last part's bullshit, but the first part's true. No, she isn't. I played at least her. in the Super Nintendo. At least in the Super Nintendo version. You're a Genesis kid. I'm a Nintendo kid. In the Nintendo version, they cut her out. They cut maskless Sub Zero out too, and you only get classic Sub Zero because, like, man, y'all were so many characters. Terribly, man. Yeah, no Shiva. Yeah, you were. You didn't have the Genesis mer- version of Mortal Kombat, dude. You were so <laughs> deprived. Y'all were really starving oh, out there. <laughs> we're hungry. We hungry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, hungry. Yeah, like y'all were on that ramen train with no spice packet. Like, that's just I prefer terrible. it that way because a spice packet has so much sodium, you don't want to be eating that shit. What's wrong with you? The way I make ramen is uh, I cook the ramen, I put it in the spice packet, I drain out half the liquid, I drain out all the liquid and most of the spice packet and just eat it without, not as a soup, but just as noodles. Because why don't I don't want a fucking soup. And then of course, as you're eating the noodles, after you slurp up the noodles, you're sort of imagining them as scorpion spear, like, what? get over here. But like, you know, you're actually, like the actual spear is the, the noodle Jay. that you're slurping up from the bowl. You're, okay. <laughs> I don't even know where to go up there. You're really reaching for some jokes here. <laughs> I mean, I thought about I it. I actually for a never while. ate ramen until I was working my first job after college. Ramen's such a staple of college. I never ate. Ramen I never ate college. ramen in college either. Yeah, I ate Domino's pizza in college. Dude, we had contest pizza, pizza and Chick Fil A a lot. <laughs> yeah, that too. Dude, I ate ramen in college all the dang time. We had cookouts and like contests on who made the best what? instant ramen. Why like, is what are we talking tournament. about? It was great. We- <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Mortal Kombat. I tried to relate it to food, but y'all just snubbed me. Yeah, like you know, so, ramen contests for cooking ramen. I, uh, I don't know how that works. You can't fuck up ramen. You three minutes in the fucking pot. They fucking mix it. Hey, I got I got a fucking question for you. Uh, do you know why Ultraman uh, can't eat ramen? <laughs> Why? Because it takes three minutes to make. <laughs> oh god! All this. So wait. So does that mean that when it start, like when his yeah. thing on his chest starts beeping, that's when you know the ramen's done. Ultraman will never rise again, and he'll never get to eat the ramen. <laughs> anyway, this is such a stupid episode. That makes me realize that, like, like, like uh, that makes that's almost just as stupid as the fact that, like, if Scorpion ever made ramen, he would never have to cook it because it would already be hot. Like, oh, because he's and then they have crispy noodles. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and plus, he's a skeleton, so it wouldn't yeah. do anything to him anyway. So again, wow, again so this is a stupid episode. This really is a stupid episode. <laughs> <laughs> but but Josh, they, like there's got there's definitely got to be some more like interesting rumors um, about oh. Mortal Kombat because I know that like the like at least at least the lore is just all encompassing oh, yeah, and there's, always there's so go many through. rumors. I mean, like like, um, more, like I'm thinking yeah. more like the arcade rumors, but the lore certainly. Uh, as far as MK1, um, I mean, 
Like, like, um, like, has there been, and I'm just asking, has there ever been a rumor that Melina, uh, I'm sorry, that Katana actually has a sister other than Melina being a clone? I'm or is she an only child? I'm not sure. There might be. Uh, there actually is a rumor when MK2 came about that there was another secret female ninja character besides Jade, who was not rumored to be Katana's sister, but story-wise would become to learn, you know, her friend and benefactor. There was another character called Emerald. Do you know about Emerald? No, I assume that was Jade. I do not know about Emerald. No. Uh, boy, let's see if we can find it in my goddamn notes. Um, there was a character named Emerald Rumor. Emerald the in... What? <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. Go. I don't know who that is. <laughs> that, uh, that TV chef that used to go, bam! I don't, I don't Never know mind. that TV chef. You can cut that out. That was a terrible joke. Okay, I'll cut that out. <laughs> um, man, why can't I find it in my notes? Uh, so there was a video game magazine that might have been electronic. God, we're going to cut this out until I fucking find my notes on it. Where the fuck is it? Oh, da 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 Boom. Bam! I, I, I organized my goddamn notes before we started this episode, and I still can't <laughs> find Emerald. Emerald. Control find. That's what I did, and I couldn't find it. And I'm like, I know I put her in there. Why you guys are talking about that, I remember hearing a rumor that, like, Johnny Cage is lactose intolerant. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Such an idiot. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's a fucking spoiled Hollywood star. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Johnny Cage only eats gluten-free food. Yes, he does. I mean, it makes sense. Like, he's from Cali. Like, you know, I could see him, like, simping for avocado toast. I can totally see him simping for that. Okay, so I'm not going to bother looking up, but basically from my memory, Emerald, uh, Electronics, Forget Which Magazine, posited during the era of MK2 that there were a total of five characters unlockable in Mortal Kombat 2. You know, there's Jade, Smoke, and Noob Saibot. Who right. I might bring up that, like, you seen, you didn't even realize Noob Saibot made his debut in MK2. I had no idea him or Jade were in Mortal Kombat 2. I only knew of Smoke. Wow. So that's how mysterious <laughs> they were to you. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize but, you didn't realize them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cause I don't, like, I've always heard from friends and people at school, like, about, you know, uh, Get the secret character doing like some kind of combo or some, or something at the title screen. I don't know if it was MK two or three. I'm pretty sure it was two where I heard it first. But I always heard about smoke, and I think I even right. saw someone do it at their house or something like that. But yeah, Jade oh, and how do you Saibot, unlock smoke? Huh? How do you unlock smoke? Uh, for I have no I idea. Have my, I didn't have an MK two guide with me. I left it in my place. I know there's a way to do it, but yeah, I can't remember either. I know he unlocked Noob Saibot. I know he unlocked Jade. Smoke was a. a Mystery, but yeah, oh, S- Smoke was the only one I knew of. And when I got when I got uh, Ultimate MK3, like Jade and Noob Saibot were just new characters to me. I didn't know that they were references to like hidden characters in two. Interesting. The only thing I heard was that oh man, it's it's uh you know Ed Boon and John Tobias' name backwards. Right. Yeah. Which once again, Ed Boon just sneaked in there because like, okay, so here's the thing: like, uh, you know, Reptile was Ed Boon's secret. Behind John Tobias's back in MK1. Yeah. MK2, John Tobias knows Edmund's going to put in some stuff. So he knew Jade and Smoke were going to be in there. But 
And they even get, unlike an MK1, they get, I th- correct me if I'm wrong, they get their own announcer voice. Shao Kahn says, Jade wins and stuff like that, right? I don't remember. I, th- I think, I'm pretty sure they do. But when Noob Saibot wins, he doesn't say Noob Saibot. That didn't come till three. He just laughs and says, you know, you will die immortal. Because that was the secret Ed Boon was keeping from John Tobias. And he just made it, yeah, their names backwards. And then when John Tobias found out, he's like, oh, you fucking asshole. Okay. Sure. <laughs> what so, a, mm, go ahead. This may be jumping ahead, but since you mentioned Emerald, what about Chameleon? Chameleon, yeah, well, that's way ahead. Uh, I was going to keep going with uh, Emerald. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Supposedly there are five characters besides Smoke, Jade. Yeah. This magazine claimed, besides Smoke Jade Noob Saibot, there was another character, a female ninja, called Emerald, who was a different shade of green than Jade. Uh, and of course, it's all bullshit. This magazine made it up. And we might discover a lot of magazines made up some bullshit rumors, which are totally fun. But uh, yeah, Chameleon. This is almost past the age of arcade rumors, but basically, yeah, Mortal Kombat Trilogy, the secret bonus character. If you're playing the PlayStation version, it's Chameleon of a C, and he's a male ninja that I forget if in the, I never played the PlayStation version, if he like, you know, alternates in colors, but he's a male ninja. He's like a race similar to Reptile. Yeah. And if you got the N60 version, you get a female ninja who's named Chameleon with a K, also a race of, you know, reptile-like beings. And I do remember her being like, you know, like a kaleidoscope of colors and semi-transparent. Yeah. And they're kind of whatever characters. But, you know, it's kind of cool getting another character in there. Are they Are they all like all the male secret characters? Are they usually modeled off of Scorpion or are they some of them modeled off like move sets from like Sub-Zero or whatever? Well, I mean, that's a... I mean, it, as far as MK2 goes, it was just... I mean... Look back to MK1. Reptile was Scorpion and Sub-Zero because he had freeze attacks and mm. spear attacks. Smoke and Noob Saibot in MK2 both used the... Uh, Smoke definitely used a spear. I think Noob yeah. Saibot did. It wasn't until Noob Saibot became an actual character in 3, or in Ultimate 3, I should say, that they did give him like his own special movesets. And I think they were like uniquely recorded and not just like recycled from Sub-Zero's freeze. It looks like it, yeah. he, he gets the ghost ball, but he does the same pose as Sub-Zero. He gets on his knees and all that, but I think it's newly recorded. Right. Um, and what were the other characters you're questioning about? Uh, that was right. a, wait, who was the fifth character then? There was, I don't know. No one ever said it. It was just this magazine said there's five uh, characters okay. and the fourth one's Emerald. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, there are other characters, uh, like, uh, have either of you heard of Red Robin? Yeah. No. Red Robin. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a character called Red Robin, um, rumored in, uh, I believe, Electronic Gaming Monthly. Uh, unlike Air Mac, he's a red ninja that's red all over, not just his uniform, but his skin. He's completely red. And he has, like, uh. you see him questioning his powers, or he gets Scorpion's spear. He's bullshit. This is one of those characters that the magazines put out. Just to have fun, uh, if you look in the original EGM coverage of him, he's like a very airbrushed, all-red ninja. The text says, There is rumored to be yet another ninja waiting for you in Goro's lair. This time he is completely red. He is extremely fast, uses scorpion spear, and is very good at throwing you. Pellet swapping is out of control. (laughs) 
What? Oh and it's God. just completely red ninja in skin and everything. It's just like someone spritzed him of airbrush. And he's red robin, yum. <laughs> do do um, they really have the yeah. yum at the end of that? No, I just fucking put that in there because that's what you think of. <laughs> because when you say the... red robin. Man, it's been forever since I oh, ate the red horrible. robin. Oh, you just looked him up? Yeah, it yeah. does look fucking horrible, doesn't it? Because there is because yeah. there is a DC character called Red Robin. Oh, really? Yeah, he's oh. um yeah. he's in between like Robin and Batman, so he's sort of like level two Robin. So he's called Red Robin. Or so he's a Robin that got angry and turned red. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's stupid, but you know, no more stupid than this is. Uh, boy, there are a lot of secret characters in here, which uh. We're, we're, we're kind of going out of order, uh, what I think we would have went in our outline, but uh, since we're talking about bullshit characters, and since I might be more knowledgeable about this, I guess, than you guys, I want to bring you up... definitely are. Yeah, I want to bring up a little uh, a, a little game. I, I, okay. I want to do a game. Uh, Ooh, I'd, like, I'd right. like to play a game. Insert the will, <laughs> like, insert the will of Fortune theme. Yeah, dude. I'm more of a Jeopardy guy. What's a... I like how you I like how your Will of Fortune theme is just <laughs> and then that's <laughs> it. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna uh, introduce you guys to some rumors. Okay. Now these rumors aren't aren't necessarily true, but they were talked about. That's the whole point of the rumors. They were talked about. So is one of them Johnny Cage's lactose intolerant? No, yeah, wow, man, it's been five minutes. I already forgot you brought that bullshit up. He would be. <laughs> Wait, so what's the game? <laughs> Any game, Mortal Kombat franchise as a whole. So I already no, told no. you. Hmm? Oh, no, go, no. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Here's the game. I'm gonna tell you. I'm. You'll get into it. I already told you about Emerald. Yep. I already told you about Red Robin. Yep. So uh, let's see. Let me. Uh, here's some rumors. I'm gonna tell you. This is what I'm going to set up. I'm going to tell you three rumors. They're not necessarily actually true, but they're actually talked about rumors. Okay. So one of them is that uh, in a certain version of Mortal Kombat 2, if you enter a code, a instead of Dan Forden coming in as the toasty guy, mm-hmm. it will be a very sloppily hand-drawn version of him, like a child drew it. <laughs> okay. Are we supposed to say if this rumor is true or not? I'll get to that. There's okay. uh, also uh, there's a character named Belloc who would come in an okay. MK4 who is a demon, like literally Satan with okay. red skin and wings. And he was never implemented because uh, he was supposed to be implemented by the people that were doing the home port of MK4 the, 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 the upgrade called MK Gold. Yeah. And it was their own original character, and Midway's like, nah, nah way. And Belloc is forever into the realm of obscurity. The other, okay. the other rumor is that, uh, in Ultimate MK3, Johnny Cage was a super, super secret character that was unlockable, like Rain and Air Mac. But they ended up not using him, but they would recycle his sprite for Mortal Kombat Trilogy, which of course we know he is in, but as a different mm-hmm. character, as a different actor, aside from Daniel Piscina. Right. So, of these three stories, two of them are, are, are true rumors that people talked about. One of them, okay. however, I made up. <laughs> okay. Which one's the fake one? What was the first one again? God damn it. 
I don't even remember. <laughs> Dan Forden. That's the fake one. That's the fake one. Yeah. That's the fake one. He Dan Forden has, yeah, has yeah. a hand-drawn variation if you enter a secret code. And instead of Toasty and him coming out, it's a hand-drawn version of him. <laughs> Second version is, uh, what did I say? Uh, it was MK, Belloc, MK4. The secret character yeah. of Belloc. And then yeah. the third is Johnny Cage is actually was intended to be an ultimate MK3. Which one's the fake one? Um, okay, I'm going to go... So I, go, go ahead, ahead Jacine. All right, so for me, I'm going to go ahead and say that the one that is absolutely 100% fake is the toasty rumor with the bad hand-drawn thing. And I'm going to go ahead and say that the Johnny Cage one is fake, too. I think both of those are fake. It could only be no, one. No, he said one of them. One of them is fake. Which Only means one. that, like, two of these are true? No, true as in, like, they were true rumors. That doesn't mean they were actually in the game. Yes. Okay, okay. Well, then I'm going to say that, like, Josh is lying and that the fake hand-drawn thing is absolute BS and he's just pulling my strings. So that one's fake. Okay, okay so for me, I remember hearing rumors about Johnny Cage in Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. So I'm going to say that, that that has to be a true rumor. Yeah, I agree. And I think because J- Josh didn't remember what he said for the first one, I'm going to say that the toasty one is the fake one. Uh, the first one was uh, the 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 fucking Belloc, 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 the secret character of MK4, the secret hand drawn toasty character, or Johnny Cage in Ultimate MK3. I think I think I think the toasty one is the fake one. I love yeah. that both you and Jay settled on that because guess what? That one's true. Dang it! Dang it! Really? In the Genesis version of Mortal Kombat, which has a couple unique secrets. We Mortal Kombat know, 1. Yeah. No, Mortal Kombat 2. 2, okay. Uh, we all know the Frugality, for instance, which is unique to only the Genesis version. Yep. There's yeah. also a code you can do if you go to the options menu and go all the way down to Done and then select left uh, in- input, I should say, left, down, left, right, down. Right, left, left, right, right, and then select no damage to player one, and then resume the game. At any point where Dan Forden would normally show up, a hand-drawn, crudely drawn, like child-looking version of him will show up. And that's literally like a drawing that one of his kids did or something like that. And that is true. That is an actual code that you can do in the Genesis version. What? Yes, sir. The one that's made up... Yeah, I never heard of it either until like a week ago. You see, it, it's a mystery. Yeah, you see, <laughs> it's a mystery. Hold on. Hold on. So wait, so does that mean that like what the one that you made up is the Belloc one? Because I agree with you, seeing that I remember hearing rumors that Johnny Cage was a secret character in Ultimate, uh, or I'm sorry, in MK3 or whatever. I remember hearing about that. Like no, long Belloc time. is true too. Oh, wow, so the Johnny Cage one is the real fake Johnny Cage one I just made up right fucking now. I want to say, like, granted, I I believe that you made it up, but I want to say that it's a coincidence because, man, I've heard some things, like, in the past. Like, granted, none of them have ever been confirmed, but Johnny Cage was a playable character in MK3. I've never heard that. I looked it up. Johnny Cage, of course, we all know Dan Pacino left Midway and there was no Johnny Cage in MK3. And as a consequence, there were no ninjas in the first iteration because he played the ninjas. And they did the ninjas in the update, but no Johnny Cage. 
I don't know if there was any intention to try and bring him in the update, but he didn't come along till Trilogy, where they got another actor to play him. And as far as I know, there's no actual rumor that he was playable in 3. If there is, it's a coincidence, because I just fucking made it up. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Belloc... Uh, to explain him, was a character when they made Mortal Kombat 4. Like 3 and Ultimate 3, there was Mortal Kombat 4 and there was Mortal Kombat Gold. Mortal Kombat Gold was the update version that was introduced, I believe, for the Dreamcast. And they introduced Baraka and Melina and Cyrax, like characters who weren't initially in MK4. Which did have an arcade release, just by the way. And... The company that did the port of that for the home version is called, I believe, Eurocom, and they really wanted to do their own original character to include into it, and they came up with Belloc, who was a demon. He was like, you know, Red Devil, eight foot tall. There were actually some screenshots of him posted in some video game magazines, like at least six screenshots, very blurry, very low res, uh, that showed two variant costumes, one red, one gray, but he is more or less a demon that's eight feet tall with red skin and uh i have to take a break here for a second because you seen just posted something what is this <laughs> who is that it's supposed a, to be is that supposed to be the one like the drawing like the, the bad drawing team? yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah that's him that 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 that's it that's unlockable in the genesis version oh wow that's, that's not wonderful fake. that is real that is 100 percent real that looks like a pizza face. I know, right? Apparently, it's Dan Forden's kid drew it. Oh, it's okay. Cute. All right. Yeah. You know what? Like, I respect Mortal Kombat so much for that. That's cute. And it's I only can... in the yeah. Genesis version, not anywhere else you can <laughs> see that. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, Belloc. Uh, so Eurocom created their character, and they were really enthusiastic about putting an MK Gold. But Midway was kind of like, no way, because they didn't want a character that was outside of their control. They're kind of like, this is kind of too fast. We're going a little too fast guys for a relationship. So Belloc kind of just fell to the wayside and never came to be. But he was a real rumor. If you could say, so is this thing, this Dan Ford and thing. But as far as I know, Johnny Cage was never actually, he may have been rumored to be an ultimate MK three, but it was apparently never a serious consideration. And I just made that up. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like you. Like, I'm actually still tripping about him. Basically, like, for our audience listening, like, Yassine just posted the image of the bad hand-drawn toasty thing, and it looks absolutely wonderful. But admittedly, the image looks like it could easily be fake, but apparently, according to Josh, it's not. And it does look like something a three-year-old kid would draw, and apparently it was. And it's actually pretty wonderful. I wish I could have been alive long enough to actually see this. <laughs> Wait, what? Yes. Wait, you are alive. You were alive long, long enough to see this. Yes, this happened in your childhood. You could have seen it, and you just see also it right you're now. still alive. You you're just still alive. This. Yeah, that's what you think. I'm God. Boy, that's the biggest mystery right now. Are we alive, <laughs> or are we in uh, a simulation? That simulation, is a question yeah. that I'm wanting. Did, to answer. Like, like, dude, I could be part of the nether realm, and you would never know. That's true. That would not be a surprise. One of the other fake things I was going to say is that the Netherrealm was actually a secret stage in MK2 that was, like, barely unlockable, but I, I, I chose the Johnny Cage myth to try and throw y'all off. 
Because that's <laughs> you know what? Of course, like like of course you would choose a Johnny Cage thing to suck my <laughs> ass in, and then it would be a rumor. I see. I like. I see how you play these games, Josh. Of course. Here's, yes. Here's the thing. Oh, uh, here's a question I have. Um, yes. Yes. Which again may be jumping around, but we talk about you know secret characters. Were there secret levels? You know, I didn't come up with any of that. As far as I know, mm. there were no rumored secret levels. You'd think that would be a thing, but it wasn't. Yeah, that's what I figured. I yeah, like, I'm actually shocked by like that. that. I, like, I figured, like, that's actually something I wish MK would do. Like, secret stages that you, not anything different, but just secret stages in general. That would be really, really, really cool. Like, if they actually had secret stages in some type of way, but apparently they don't. That would be really cool. But yeah, I didn't come across anything like that. Am I looking up stuff? Uh, I guess the biggest thing you think is rumors about the stages that are already existing in MK2. Because everyone figured that there must be a secret stage fatality in the living forest where you could throw somebody into the mouth of one of the trees. And of course, that wasn't real, but did become real in MK9. There was a constant rumor that you could throw people on the hooks in the Deadpool, which didn't become a reality until MK9 or 11. Where that was the stage mm. fatality. You know, shit like that. But, yeah, no, no, there's no secret. The biggest mystery about uh, the stages was uh, the Pit 2. With those two mysterious characters in the background. I'm sure you guys are, are know what I'm talking yep, about. I know what you're talking about, yeah. You got your Liu Kang with the green pants and a dude that's on fucking fire. Yeah, and yep. apparently those were like I remember rumors of those a long time ago about who those two characters were, but yeah, they are respectively uh, Hornbuckle <laughs> and Torch. Um, who would Hornbuckle? Hornbuckle. I'll explain how that name came to be. Uh, and the guy in fire is, of course, Torch, who would become a legit character in uh, Deception and uh, Annihilation. Armageddon, his name was Blaze. Who became renamed as Blaze. Yeah. Uh, I guess they just figured, let's put two fucking characters in the background fighting. Uh, Liu Kang, Green Pants, uh, Guy on Fire, great. But people, I... people are so fixated on him. Yeah. And the reason Hornbuckle came about as a name is because Jade and Smoke dropped down, just like Reptile did in MK1, to give you hints. And some of them are legit hints. Some of them are red herrings. And one of them mm. is something Jade says. She drops down and she says, Hornbuckle who? <laughs> and it's like, what? The fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Um, so everybody made connection that that must be who the, the, the green-suited guy is in, in the background of the pit too. Yeah. But it wasn't. Uh, it's actually a reference to a staff member. So, so here's the thing. Did everybody think that the character Blaze was a fire character? Because for me, I always, whenever, I, when I used to play Mortal Kombat as a kid, I thought that was a character who just had a fatality done on them. Hmm. Like, I always thought he was on fire like he's dying. But he's on fire for the whole match. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't put that together. But for me, I just always thought that it was someone who's like half on fire. That's interesting. Like, like, is that what make you think like, oh, that's like somebody that got Scorpion's Toasty done on them. And they're just like sitting there in pain. Except he's yeah. not writhing in pain. He's in a fighting stance. He's got his fists cocked. His what now? He's got his fists cocked. Oh, okay. He's in a fighting stance. 
Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so that would lend us. He's supposed to be in fire. So he's torched. I mean, I wasn't the, tar- the sharpest tool in the shed. I mean, none, so. none of us were when we were kids. Uh, uh, yeah. So the Midway staffer, uh, there is a Midway staffer named Leanne Hornbuckle. And that is probably what Jade's clue was a reference to. Is like, hey, just give a shout out to her staff. Uh, gotcha. I guess she's somebody that they all liked and they wanted to give a shout out to. Because Jade says a couple fucked up, like, what? Things, including Air Mac who? Oh. <laughs> You know, after everyone like dug for the Air Max rumor, everyone wanted that to must find have out. freaked everybody out. Yeah, they had to freak everyone out. So they did Air Mac who? So obviously Air Mac has to be an MK two. Yeah. Uh, then they did Hornbuckle who? She also drops down and says, "Bring in Kano and Sonya." What? Oh. <laughs> yeah, she can say that. So that means like, does that mean they're playable? They're fightable at least. Yeah. Of course they aren't. At least. We assume they're not. Uh, one of the other most mysterious uh, quotes, Smoke drops down and gives a clue. And he says, Mortal Kombat 1. Spelled out O-N-E, not like numeral, numerical one. What the fuck yeah. does that mean? Yeah, I have no idea what that would mean. Supposedly it means, you know, you go back to Goro's Lair to fight these people. So that, that might be what the quote means. But it, it seems weird to me. Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah. Okay, dude, whatever. So there's a lot of, they put in red herrings in here too. So it's like, I don't know, dude, what's real or what's not. Maybe there is an emerald fighter in there. Maybe there is a, a. Maybe that's the one secret that no one has found. Well, that's the thing. Like to this day, and it might be just bullshitting, Ed Boone and John Tobias both have said there are secrets in MK2 that have not been discovered yet. I've talked about this in the MK2 episode. With my oh, John Tobias said it too. I thought it was just Ed Boon. Collectively in an interview, supposedly, I could not trace it down. They have said, oh, yeah, no. But, so Ed Boon admitted that, okay. Okay, so th- this brings up to the biggest mystery in Mortal Kombat 2. Just like MK1, where if you go into the audit menus and discover Air Max, once that became a thing and Ed Boon realized people were snooping into his code to, to try and find mysteries, yeah. uh, I think he put in bullshit because... In MK2's audit menu, there are two very curious items. One is okay. Kano transformations. Have y'all, oh. heard of, have y'all heard of them? No. Yes. I have not heard of Kano transformations. The no. audit menus are basically a menu to basically keep tabs on things that happen in the game. How many yeah. how many times this character was picked, which is why supposedly Kano and Sonya aren't in MK2, because they were the least picked in two in one. Gotcha. And so forth. How many times Shao Kahn's beaten? And so forth. Air Max and MK1 was literally a, you know, audit to pick up how many times, like, a, a game-crashing error occurred. Yeah. And people just thought it was a fucking name. So, Ed Boone, in his deviousness, put in red herrings into the audit menus of two. And two of them are Kano transformations. And then something called Sean attacks. Have you never heard of Sean attacks? <laughs> no, I never heard of those. No, they're that oh, dude. I love them that y'all don't know about this. So they they were mentioned in the strategy guide too that I was talking about in our MK2 episode. Who's Sean? Exactly. Or it mentioned like the mysterious Kano transformation and Sean attacks. And in that interview, they said like, "Oh yeah, that might be something." Wasn't Sean the name of the dude from Mortal Kombat 2021? 
No, that was uh, Cole. Cole. Oh, that was Cole. Yeah, okay. Sean is the name of Bama Boy in Fast and Furious, which we just watched. Uh, but it's spelled differently. And that brings up to part of the, the mystery that will unfold. Sean in Fast and Furious is how most people would spell the name. S-E-A-N. Sean Attacks in the audit menus of MK2 is spelled S-H-A-W-N, which is very specific because it's not very common spelling of the name. I always thought that was the common Sean. As a kid, I did too, but apparently the most common is S E A N, which doesn't make any fucking sense. But that's I guess it's because it's Irish. I don't, I don't know the origin of the name. Is it Irish? Yeah, that makes sense. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, boy, I love that y'all or y'all aren't privy to yeah, this. Yeah, I've never heard of either. Yeah, of I've never uh, heard of any of this. But no transfer. Oh, go ahead. But uh, but Josh, you did just actually confirm a rumor I heard that Sean from Tokyo Drift is in Mortal Kombat Nine. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, okay. Josh. I'm kidding. I would love that if he was in there. Like, hey, I ain't so gaijin now, am I? Fight <laughs> 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 Scorpion. Um, and he just drift, he just comes in, he comes in with his uh with Hans Kark. Yeah, <laughs> and he just his, drifts. His, his fatality is that he drifts over you. Yeah, I love that, dude. Yeah, Fast and Furious characters for MK12. Let's get in Sean throwing the rock. Hobbs. I need to watch Nine again. Huh? Fast Furious. So I need 9? to watch nine again. Go ahead. There is no Fast and Furious nine. What? We just watched it. Oh, why do you need to watch it again? It was I liked eight better. I do. I I do too. But I still want to watch it again. I don't know. It was good. I liked it. I had a shitload of fun. I don't know if I want to watch it again anytime soon. Hmm. I saw everything I need to see. <laughs> the Blu-ray is on the way. Mm. Anyway, so <laughs> Kano transformations was yeah. one of the the audit entries in there and of course everyone latched on that because Kano and Sonya are in the background of MK2 and the the yeah. whatever stage so of course it was rumored that as Shang Tsung you must be able to transform into at least Kano if not both Kano and Sonya but of right. course that was a red herring placed uh, by Ed Boon and uh, as was Sean, tran- uh, Sean attacks Attacks being a noun in this case and not a verb like Sean attacks. It's more like Sean attacks. These are attacks done by Sean. And it's spelled S-H-A-W-N. And no one knows what the fuck that means. They're mentioned in the strategy guide I have. (laughs) Supposedly in interviews of both Boone and Tobias, they say that Sean attacks are a thing. They do exist. Uh, No one's discovered them yet. That's probably bullshit because... I think it's fake. Uh, what I've discovered is that both Kano transformations and Sean attacks are actually not only red herrings, but are basically funny names for actual, you know, things within the game. They're basically, they're more arrow macros. Gotcha. Kano transformations is to pick up whether uh, error uh, occurs and Sean transformations is whether they're, they're basically renamed to be funny, but they actually serve a purpose. Gotcha. Okay. However... There's a funny uh, theory about the "quote unquote" Sean transformations, which apparently the most is the most mysterious thing about MK2, since they're so coy about it in later interviews. There's a YouTuber I came across named uh, his channel is named Wang, W H A N G with an explanation point, uh-huh. who has a very interesting theory about the Sean attacks. Okay, and, and this brings up the wrestling game Jay talked about. So. Very distinctively spelling of the name Sean, S-H-A-W-N, when the common 
spelling is something else. Apparently, I believe, I think it was Ed Boone has said that Sean is actually a cousin of his that he named it after. Okay. But this YouTuber is like, it's such a unique spelling of Sean that it kind of links up with Sean Michaels from the WWF. Hmm. Which, it just so happens, in the unused assets of Mortal Kombat 2, which includes things like sprites of the developers, which led to the rumor that developers were actually playable characters in it, but they weren't. Among other unused assets in Mortal Kombat 2 is, weirdly, the WWF logo, World Wrestling Federation logo, uh-huh. is in there in the assets of the MK2 arcade machine that doesn't appear in the game. Why the fuck is a WWF logo in there? Hmm. The theory would be maybe it was like going to be part of like one of the advertisements that splashes across the screen to, to tie in with like, hey, watch WWF this. Two years later, Midway would make the WWF what, WrestleMania, the arcade game, game that would have digitized actors, you know, actual wrestlers in there. Right. But it's this, it's this YouTuber's theory that maybe Shawn Michaels was actually going to be a super secret character in Mortal Kombat 2. <laughs> See, that would have been and cool. Shawn attacks was his appearances. Yeah, because like he would like if Shawn Michaels was Shawn Michaels has like a signature move called like Sweet Chin Sweet Music, chin where music. like he actually yeah like he he basically does like he does like a a really long range kick, and that very much would be akin to Johnny Cage's Shadow Kick. So they would be competing. So I would love a hypothetical scene where Shawn Michaels is actually a character Mortal Kombat, and then he has a Shadow Kick like move, and then Shawn Michaels and Johnny Cage just Shadow Kick together. I would love that. That would be awesome. Like. The logical, like practical reasoning that I could think of that my theory is that it it was just like they were testing something and one of the programmers had an asset, had like a JPEG or something of the logo and wanted to see if they could put it in for whatever testing reason. And then they did it and they never took it out. That could be a good theory. I think they probably were actually wanting to do like one of those advertisements that's on the splash screen. Like, don't do drugs. Mm, I thought you watch WWF. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, along with you know the developers doing sprites of themselves, they got Shawn Michaels to come in and they did sprite. They did digitized sprites of him and it's in the game, but they never used it. Well, I mean, eventually they must have when they made the WWF WrestleMania the arcade game game. True, yeah. I'm assuming Shawn Michaels is in that, and everyone's digitizing that. True, but that was two years later. Okay. So, I don't know, you know, Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 were both made, like, within a year. So, you know, two years out might be too, you know, uh, early to have had a digitized capture of Shawn Michaels. But, it could be possible. And like I said, Ed Boon and John Tobias say there's still mysteries in Mortal Kombat 2 that have not been discovered, which is very hard to believe. In the age of the internet where everybody can... Decom- like fucking dissect the code and find everything. And when I say everything, uh, people have already dissected the fact that uh, Tanya, Tanya of MK4 and yeah. MK10 DLC fame is mentioned in Mortal Kombat 2. Did you know that? No. What? Where? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. So, these fucking hacksers uh, <laughs> have, have uh, compiled winning text from characters in Mortal Kombat 2 
that comprise of things like, you know, Johnny Cage wins and all that. And included in that is Tanya wins. What? Back in the age of Mortal Kombat 2. Like, like, where did that pop up? Like, with who? Basically, somebody went to MK's code, and there's a bunch of winning text that's unused. And oh, it's unused. Okay. Unused. And includes the following. Uh, basically, all the list used and unused is Kano wins, Sony okay. wins. They're not in MK2. Tanya wins. Air Mac wins. Ed Boon wins. <laughs> John Tobias wins. Mark Termal wins. And Sal DeVita wins. And those last two are obviously Midway staffers. The real mystery of it is Tanya is actually the name of one of Ed Boon's sisters. Oh. Spelled T-A-N-I-A instead of with a Y. Y, yeah. And one of his uh, sisters is also named Sonia with an I. What? Sonia was inspiration. Yeah, he used the sister's name to create the name for Sonia, and I guess he just jokingly inserted his sister into this list of names, including Air Mac, which was a rib to MK1. And eventually in MK4, he's like, fuck it, let's make a character. I'll name him after my other sister. Right. So, yeah. So, But Tanya exists somehow as far MK2. back as MK2. Yeah. <laughs> Along with Air Mac, who is plainly referenced there. It's like, yeah, Air Mac's the thing. There he is. We know, we know you guys are looking. I should have... I should have looked back to see like people's reactions to Air Mac being in MK3. That was such the weirdest thing. It was like, I remember being like, "Who the fuck is Air Mac?" Because like MK3 was the first game where I started to actually like go into the arcades, but I didn't know about the whole mystery of him. From yeah, same one. But it's still cool. Yeah, that he's in the attract mode clearly there and then there's this other character named rain who i did talk with uh one me and my family were eating at hard rock cafe and i just got done playing mk3 at, uh what dave and busters and we're talking with uh, the server and i'm like he's like oh yeah you're about air mac and i'm like you know this is the case where like you know the parents are like watching their kid commune with <laughs> some yeah, like 20 something guy yeah. talking about shit they don't know what the fuck they're talking about i'm like oh yeah did you hear about rain he's like what I'm like, yeah, I just watched. They, they did the little attract mode, and there's this purple ninja named Rain. He's like, what? And that was the next big mystery, except he was mm. a fucking joke. <laughs> Until the home versions. Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Yeah, they had so much fun with this shit. They really did. That's the one thing. I mean, that doing a game like this and having it being your own property, it just gives you freedom to do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, yeah, with a noob cybot and then Rain and Air Mac. But, like, uh, to dial back, the magazines had plenty of fun. Cause, uh, so we talked about Emerald, right? Talked about Red Robin. Young. <laughs> Have y'all ever heard of Nimbus Terrafo? No. <laughs> what did you just say to me? What? Nimbus Terrafo? What? Is that you a Dragon exactly Ball Z character? Right. No, it is a secret MK character. That's never. You know, You're making. <laughs> You're, I'm not making shit up, dude. Y'all don't making, know about Nimbus Terrafo? Half of this episode of just you making stuff up. T-E-R-R-A-F-A-U-X or whatever. Uh, that should... Faux. Terrafo. Like, 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 yeah, like, dude, like, next you're gonna tell me that, like, hey, guys, we heard the rumor that Mary Poppins was an MK character at one point, so, like, I, Might like have I'm been. waiting for it. Might have been. 
Okay, so Nimbus Terrafo was a character that was uh, premiered in Electronic Gaming Monthly. <laughs> and, uh, man, why can't I zoom up on this? And basically, uh, they aired, according to one of their readers who wrote in and claimed they found this character in MK1, who's a, a kickboxer. And they showed two pictures of him backflipping somebody and backflipping their head off on the pit. And he's way bigger than them, too. He's, like, not in proportion. And another one of him doing the test your might and breaking the boards. And he's a black kicks boxer. And the the, the, the text from... Uh, y'all can hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, y'all on silent. I think y'all are just in awe of knowing... Discovering who uh, ter- uh, Nimbus Terrafu <laughs> Well, dude, like, I'm over here... Like, I'm kind of with Yasin. I'm wondering if he was drawn in the style of uh, Akira Toriyama. Like, that's my first what? thought. No, drawn. He's a... T- like, somebody, like, photoshopped in a real dude. Did Akira <laughs> Toriyama come to the States and digitize him? Who's that? I don't know who that is. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's the creator of Dragon Ball. Oh, <laughs> this dude looks like a Dragon Ball character. Anyway, the, the, the splash on the, the EGM letters section reads as thus the quest to find the uh, infamous nimbus terrafo in the genesis oh that's right he's only in the genesis version version of mortal Kombat has taken a new turn one reader claims to have found him to prove he sent in a pic of his character's existence in uh on an ibm disc <laughs> these these pictures look too good to be true are they? They don't look too be good to be made. These don't look good at all. <laughs> look, look it up right now. Uh, are you looking at Yeah. Or, or is this a very clever deception? It has been said that this is the method to find Nimbus. At the screen, when Reptile gives you the clue, look to La Luna. Enter the following code. Right. Down. Right. A. C. B. B. A. Right. Down. Right. C. B. Start. If done correctly, the game resets and you can play as Nimbus. Thanks to Tom Grace of uh, Wernersville, Pennsylvania for the pictures. Is this real? Or is this a good artist who has the ability to modify game screens? Let us know. <laughs> oh my God. I guess only a select few people had Photoshop at this point. But uh, obviously, if you've seen you're looking at it now, yeah, you it's Boy, like it's <laughs> it was such the most janky Photoshop because there's a picture of like uh, him doing a backflip and kicking yep. off Kano's head, mm-hmm. but it's two different resolutions on both of the images. Yes. <laughs> it's terrible. And I mean, just... I know it's true because I've actually fought Nimbus Terrafo. Shut up. Back in our MK1 episode when I, I played the Genesis ROM. Uh, maybe, maybe somebody inserted it in the ROM, but, uh, I actually, I didn't do that code, but I did, like, I didn't play as him, but I fought as him in one, in one brief round there. You're such a liar. I didn't talk about it. Yeah, fucking lying. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sitting here like, wait, what, Josh? Like, did you just make up, like, who thinks of a name, like, of a name like Nimbus Terrafo? Like, what's all well, made up names yeah, that? No, I mean, the, the, the rumor, like, the, the fake EGM thing is real. Like, it was an NGM as a joke. But yeah. Josh saying he's, he fought him in our, like, the fact that he would have fought a random new <laughs> character and not tell us in the MK1 podcast. Yeah, I'd have to have fucking told you about that. But yeah, I, I still uh, say Johnny Cage. I, I still say Johnny Cage is lactose intolerant. That's my rumor, God, and I want so it to be true. Stupid. 
I Oof. want it to be true. It needs to be true. I will it to be true in the next MK game. I mean, like I said, he might as well be. He's a spoiled fucking Hollywood guy. He probably has a, <laughs> a, a very specific diet. He probably is lactose yeah. intolerant. Admittedly, though, Josh, like, I can't really think, um, just because, like, for this, like, I know Yasin and I both tried to do research for this episode on this, but I really couldn't find any, uh, I guess, truly interesting rumors that I felt, like, worth mentioning, other than the reptile one, which really is more of a lore rumor than anything. It's not really an actual rumor. And then the actual rumor with John, like with Johnny Cage and Scorpion being brothers, which is legit, by the way. I mean, granted, is that it, really legit? I never yes, heard of that. Yeah, that that is That's an actual amazing. rumor. It is a it is a dumb rumor and is not worth diving into too deep because it's it's not like it's true, but it is a true rumor. <laughs> okay, well, I never fucking heard of it. Yeah. But I, I like other than that, like there's I do not know of any other rumors in MK that have not already been at least somewhat discussed or that have been debunked because I mean hell, like um I think there's some rumors about Sindel I've heard in the past, but I couldn't really articulate them about like Sindel's oh. like origin and how she got with Shao Kahn and what she actually is and stuff like that. Like I didn't even know that Sindel was wait, actually question Josh, is Sindel hmm. like um is she, like I know she's Katana's mom, but does that mean that she's what is Katana's race? Uh, an Adinian, I believe, Adinian, is the name. Yeah, she's from the realm of Adinia. Yeah, but that wasn't always a thing. Like, was that always a thing? Even no, going all in, the way in back. MK two, Adinia wasn't created. It was just Outworld. Katana's from Outworld, whatever Outworld was before Shao Kahn took over. Yada yada yada, Sindel and all that, and then they created the name Adinia. Probably what I guess in MK four, late MK three. So it's always a thing. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so we've talked about characters and stuff. I mean, we've always heard... We also talked about a little bit of, like, rumors that we heard of fatalities of, like, Johnny Cage doing a nut punch or, like, uppercutting people through, like, the whole... I'm going to try that nut punch flawless... <laughs> double flawless trick. <laughs> Were there any other, like, fake, like, fake fatalities that either, like, you know magazines put out there or stuff that we heard of hmm i have not heard of any fake fatalities uh except for of course mm. the 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 you know around the mk2 to mk3 era actually yeah no i mean every once mk1 set the precedent for there's undiscovered shit everybody and his brother started seeing shit that didn't exist like the, yeah. the nudalities which everyone knows about you know about those right yeah. Oh, that's that's a rumor in every game. In every game, every, but sp- every game specifically like MK two, uh, you know that, that that those would occur, and the female characters would reveal themselves, and the male characters would blow up because I guess it was just too much for them to bear. <laughs> uh, and they did become a real thing in the the MK knockoff game, uh, Tattoo Assassins. <laughs> say that. Say what again? Ta- tattoo Assassins. Oh, it's an MK clone. Yeah, it's I MK clone. Or as an uh, angry video gotcha. gamer might call them, uh, tattoo ass ass ends, um, <laughs> uh, and supposedly John uh, Daniel Pacina and Ho Sung Pak uh, tried to help out with that game. It exists, uh, and they and there's so many fatalities that you could literally just hit a button and a fatality happened. But they have nudalities, and they oh, have, okay, and they could and they're male and female. Just if you enter it right, the opposite character, their clothes disappear and they cover themselves like a hole. And it's hilarious. And it's cute. There's also every kid and his brothers swore that Sub-Zero turned into a polar bear in MK2. And like some... Yeah, yeah, Or yeah. that Kano would, would 
vaporize somebody with an eye laser. And people would come to Ed Boon and say, I saw this. And he's like, dude, I fucking coded the game. This doesn't happen. No, I saw it. It happens. So they make it happen in MK3 for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh the other God. big one was... Uh, Fuck, there was a, uh, yeah, M- Sub-Zero turns into a polar bear, Kano vaporizes his I-beam. Oh, yeah, there there is a funny story. Because way back, if we rewind to Mortal Kombat 1, the fatalities weren't well known yet. They were kind of a mystery, right? Yeah. If you just so happen to do the button combination right, you could do a fatality, and people could be like, whoa, how'd you do that? Like, when I played Primal Rage in the arcade, I did the button combination to eat one of the people. And one of the arcade yeah. guys, like the, the, the attendants was like, whoa, what? How'd you do that? And that was kind of this thing. That's what Mortal Kombat's all about. Right. And so apparently, story goes, and Mortal Kombat 1 was new in the arcades, and Ed Boon was visiting just to see how people are, are taken to it. There's this little kid that was playing, and was playing a Sub-Zero, and accidentally did the spine fatality, completely not <laughs> intending to do it. And he was like, missing yeah. He's like, Whoa. And he spent the rest of the day trying to replicate it. And knowing Ed Boon was there visiting and knowing he's the creator of the game, he comes mm. to him and he's like, dude, what about this? How do you do that? And Ed Boon was like, do what? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking gaslighting this kid. And this kid now is like spending the rest of the day with everyone thinking he's crazy. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. But yeah, man. I, it, it's such a unique culture of... And maybe it, it can't happen again because uh, of the internet, but at least for that period in the 90s and the early 2000s, there's so much shit that you don't know about in a game that isn't talked about that you can only discover through word of mouth or through officially printed media like a strategy guide that just man, it has yeah. a lot of magic and uh, m- mystery. 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 But uh, like they tried to replicate it, apparently, in uh, Mortal Kombat Deception. Liu Kang, who died in uh, Deadly Alliance, is a secret character. Hmm. But he didn't last too long as a secret because the whole fucking internet fucking discovered it right away. And so it's like, whoops. So it's like, can we can we have this type of culture? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you can't again? really have that many secrets, especially nowadays. I don't know if there's any secrets in MK11. There might be. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think there's that there probably, is. There's probably Easter least, eggs, but like secret, like secret yeah. stuff. I don't think there is. Like, so, like sadly, I think like the era of like secret characters that only like the in the know people know, it's kind of over. And that's really just because like the internet, just because like most anybody, like if there's going to be any secrets in like say like the newest Mortal Kombat game in the future, there's probably going to be somebody who's going to leak the code from the game and be like, oh, this is in it, this is in it, this is in it, but no one's saying anything. But it, even if there was a thing, they're probably just going to release it as DLC. Like, I kind of feel like that era of video game secrets is kind of over, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last time I remember any kind of secret way of doing things that comes to mind is like Metal Gear Solid 3, where... One of the bad guys is like an old dude, like he's like in his nineties or a hundred, and he but he's a sniper, and you fight him in the forest, but you see him throughout the game, like in cutscenes and like different areas or whatever. Apparently, there's two ways to defeat him before you even get to his boss. One is when you, because he's so old, if you, either if you leave your game on for a week, or if you change the oh. clock, the, the internal clock, a week. He'll die of old age. 
What the oh, fuck? God. And the other way of doing it is that if the first time you see him in the game, before you fight him, if you basically snipe him, then you skip that boss fight in the end. Interesting. Yeah. So stuff like that is like people discovered it while I was playing the game, but I haven't heard of what unique things in games like that recently that I can remember. Maybe, oh, actually, you know what? It may be different now because there's so many retro style games. Maybe there are still stuff like that now. Oh, yeah, like little individual things that don't have a lot of attention from... Like a bunch of indie games, I'm pretty sure probably could do that. But at the same time, it's the year of the... It's the age of the internet. Nobody's gonna... It won't be a secret for long, basically. Yeah. I just seen an article that said that MK11 players may have found a Easter egg to MK4, but it's basically the skull that uh, Sub-Zero freezes in his, like, cutscene or whatever. People think that it's meat from MK... Oh, God. Come on. Steps or something like that, but I was like, it's just a skull. Just because it has, has meat on it? <laughs> but it's frozen. So it's like, that's, I don't know. That's stupid. Yeah. I think people are reaching. Uh, yeah, they're definitely reaching. People want to find a mystery. And you know, you never know. There might be a mystery in MK11. I mean, there's a fucking there's a fucking crypt event every fucking week. Fucking meteor comes down on some secret thing. Supposedly, uh, I read a mystery that you could fight Spawn in the crypt somewhere, but I think that was a bullshit, like, you know, fake thing, too. I don't think. In which game? In MK11. I mean, obviously. Isn't he, Sp- isn't he a, an unlockable character? He's a DLC like, character, DLC. yeah, but apparently, wandering around in the crypt, you can fight, you can encounter and fight Spawn. Oh. But I think that's a bullshit. It's a bullshit YouTube thing I found. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, maybe maybe we are past the, the age of mysteries, except not when anytime a new game comes out, you know, when we don't know anything about it, like, I get that anticipation. Like, when Breath of the Wild came out, we didn't know much about the plot, and they show, like, you know, looking at uh, fucking Death Mountain, and there's a thing crawling around it, which we've come to find out is one of the Guardian whatever robots, but we didn't know what the fuck it was. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, shit like that. Or, uh, you know... Metroid uh, Dread is coming out. I don't know. What... Jay, you're a big Metroid fan. Are you getting Metroid Dread? I just want to like do a small side here because I've been yeah, yeah. You damn it. right, I'm getting Metroid. Is that Dread. a qu- real me? question? Well, I don't know because I'm not really enthusiastic about look looking at it because it looks. I, I I'm interested. It. Really? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I've only played like one or two Metroid games, but. A new side-scrolling Metroid game seems really interesting to me. I've been wanting one for the longest time, but. Uh, the, you know, since, uh, oh, that's what I could tell from my outro, the funny story about Derek and the AM2R. <laughs> okay. I was trying to think of what I'd do with our outro, because we're, you know what, we've, we've approached two hours, I think we've talked about all the mystery that we could. <laughs> I mean, I feel that there is still a lot of, like, secret stuff that we didn't end up talking about, like, I remember there being a code for, like, a Galaga-style game in MK Ultra oh, yeah. 3 there's lots of stuff we didn't talk about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, that, like, that's everyone knows about. You can play Galaga and Pong yeah. and MK2. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows about the Pong thing. Like, that would have been a cool thing to bring in for this episode, but it's sort of like old dated news at this point. Like, of yeah. course, that's there. Of that's not so much a that. secret as an Easter egg that it's not mysterious to anybody. Uh, there was one other yeah. thing I didn't mention. Uh, you know, uh, Jade's MK2 hints, Hornbuckle Who, uh, Air Mac Who. She also says uh, Chun Who. C-H-U-N. Ooh. Like, what? That was a rumor that we I always heard once in a while, was that there was going to be a Mortal Kombat Street Fighter game. 
you know, in all these years that there hasn't been a Mortal Kombat Street Fighter crossover is amazing. It's uh, insane because, I mean, we've had a Tekken cross uh, Street Fighter game. Right? Yeah. So it's like, it's got to happen. It's going to happen at some point. Maybe. Well, the pro- I think the problem is that maybe it's because it's like properties from two different countries. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Big companies, different countries. But I mean, Marvel's Capcom is a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Fucking Marvel. That can happen. But also, I mean, like, Mortal Kombat has crossed over, so if Marvel vs. Capcom is a thing, we have had DC versus MK, so obviously... Yeah, but those are both American companies. Yeah, but I mean, And they're both WB companies. And, yeah, yeah, that helps. So, uh, yeah, so I think... Well, we have rumors of the Mortal Kombat vs. Marvel coming up, right? What? Isn't there a rumored Mortal Kombat vs. Marvel universe? No, not that I'm aware of. there's, there's, There's... People are talking about it because... Ed Boon is being very coy on Twitter about stuff, like he and does. he keeps hinting at wanting to do a Marvel game. So, who knows? Who knows? That fucker's gonna do. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there has to have been talks at some point in the past thirty years of a Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter game. Has Mortal Kombat even existed for thirty years, dude? Next year it would be. Damn. Okay. No, I mean, since the beginning. But the Shun, Shun Hu thing is a very beginning of that, of them at least teasing, yeah. you know, yeah. poking fun at the uh, competitive franchise to them. Right. So, who knows, man? Yeah, it's amazing it hasn't happened yet, but that's the biggest rumor of all, is Mortal Kombat 12 actually going to be not 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 the uh, ancient tournament. It's going to be Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter. <laughs> that's my biggest rumor right there. Oh, man. I would love that. Yeah, I would, too. I don't know how that would work, but I would love that. How fucking Mortal Kombat versus DC work? Do some stupid multiverse that's the thing. story. It's, I mean, that's that's a... But it was made by Capcom. Like, Capcom was the one who developed it. So it either had to be developed by Capcom or developed by NetherRealm. It had two yeah. completely different styles of, like... Way different styles. Gameplay, art design, everything. Yeah... So, like, either you make the Street Fighter characters realistic for MK, or you make the MK characters cartoony for the Street Fighter game. Somehow I feel like the latter would be more likely to happen. Well, I mean, that's what they did with Te- uh, Street Fighter vs. Tekken, where they, they were, it was gonna be two different games. There was gonna be one game made by Namco Bandai, one made by Capcom. And the one made by Capcom came out, and it was the Tekken characters in the Street Fighter 4 style. Oh, okay. And then there was gun. There was the the idea was to do a flipped version of that where you had the tech, uh, Street Fighter characters in the Tekken style. And I mean, eventually we did get Akuma in Tekken, so that kind of happened. Right. But it was supposed to be more than that. Huh. So that's why I wonder if it, if it would be like a col- a truly collaborative thing, or would it be like two separate games if they did that? I don't know. Feels like a lot of trouble to do two separate games. I figure they just like come with a compromise as far as the. They just have to be one. Like it. That's what. Yeah. I wonder. Who knows, man? Who knows? Who knows? It's it's, it's a mystery. It should be. It should be a uh, digitized MK2 style game. Dude. Dude, I love that. You know what it should be? Here's what it should be. Pixel art, but. uh, no, no, here's what it should be. 
It'll be the MK2 characters and sprites versus the Street Fighter the movie the game sprites. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I God. would love that. I would. I'm pretty I, sure like I'm here for that. I'm pretty sure this is a fan game already created. That's exactly. Oh yeah, that. it's probably in Mugen. Yeah, it, it definitely is. If you think about it, it exists. That exists. Yeah. Is there anything else that we want to talk about before we no, move like, podcast? No, nope, like I'm I said, good. We probably uh, greased over some stuff, but like, you know, it's kind of fast and loose. And hey, we all got stuff to do. And uh, <laughs> also, I would say is that, like, hey, man, uh, we, we glossed over some stuff, and there's probably a wealth of rumors out there in the wide, wild west world of the internet and in life. So if you have any rumors that you heard in the schoolyard, or on maybe the pre two thousands internet that never got traction, dude. Send us, send us it in to the fu- our fucking Gmail, man. I want to hear or some Gmail rumors. or Twitter. Or, yeah, yeah, shout us up on Twitter. I want to hear some rumors that I never heard of before because I love this shit. I love. Rumors. I I want to hear more people actually that agree with me out there that Johnny Cage is lactose intolerant. Shut I feel like that is a legit up. rumor that needs to be discussed. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Josh, if other people do chime in and be like, yeah, I heard that too. You're going to eat those words, man. I'm telling you. I know my Johnny Cage people. I pay money. You take out the dairy. Is that too much to understand? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> That's how you should. That should have been your outro, Josh. Yeah, it should have been. That is the outro. Outstanding. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at Combat Time Pod and visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Combat Time Podcast. You can also email us at combattimepodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions you'd like us to answer on the show. See you next time. Mortal Combat continues. Get over here!